in five, four, three, two, one. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Who are you? He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute, I know you. You got the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday to you. June 19th, 2023. Happy June 10th to you, Trevor Kelsey. This is not Mike Rutherford. Mike Rutherford is on vacation. Well-earned. Deserved. But that means you're not going to be hearing him this week. All week. But you do have me today. Later in the week, you're going to get Nick Roush. Lucky you all. And then a what the people have wanted for a long time, a Trevor Kelsey, Scooter Dingus, Justin Kalen show, supposedly, on Friday. But Trevor Kelsey's a little nervous about it. Trevor, how are you? It's nice to get to do radio with you again. I called you Mike like four times when you got here. What the hell, man? I didn't know it was you. It's just me. <laughs> We need to get these lights fixed in here. It's too dark. There's only one working it's, in here. So. There was only one working in here when I got here, and then you started uh, tapping the uh, the headset thing, and the light came on in here, which is, I don't know if that's a coincidence or just a connection. No. It's, you're like, here, I'm going to tap this a little bit, and you start tapping, and the light came on. I just look like a shady, shadow figure in here. I mean, if you'd come out with, with the, the light situation. If you'd open the show with, all right, all right, all right, I might have just not known the difference. Mm. I mean, you two are like two peas in a pod. Oh, well, I, I, add maybe 70 pounds. <laughs> uh, and and I don't get th- to say th- this th- often. Th- 200 pounds over here instead of scoots, but okay. Se- add probably about 70 pounds. I don't get to say that this all this often, but a little bit better head of hair. Oh, little. You 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 look like Fabio over there. And I don't get to say that to you many don't. people. But that's why in radio I just surround myself with people with bad hair. Make myself look a little bit better. <laughs> Nobody can see us, of course, much, yeah. but yeah. Um, Not me. I've got the most hair in this place. You know, you, it's, s- it's you a, say that, but it's, a, it's it's thinning a little on top. I get that, uh, but still. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at my competition, though. Mm-hmm. I've got you, Dugan, Dugan's got a nice head of hair. Dugan does, yeah. He can let it. Grow. I can let it grow long too. We saw that in pandemic days. We're going to have somewhat of a structured show today. Oh, We'd love to hear from, well, I, I say somewhat. It's not going to be. Okay. But I'm at least going to every now and then try to get us to something different if we get a little bit too far off the rails. A little bit's totally okay. So the Thornton's text line, wide open. I'm going to take the Kentucky roll call method and read it read all. Them all. Re, re, you send them in. Oh, we'll, good we'll, Lord. We'll get it in today. 
but I have noticed, and for the Mike Rutherford Show listeners today, we're going to talk some U of L. Um, so so don't you don't you worry about that. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna read all the text. But the Mike Rutherford text line is first off impressive, both in a quantity and a quality standpoint. A lot of good texters on the Thornton's text line from three to six. But you all are also, in large part, you all can be pretty mean. And not just mean. Sometimes <laughs> well, borderline nasty. Oh, yeah. They're, are you talking about me or him? To you. Yeah, they're not mean to Mike. Mean to you. Well, that's. I'm okay with the mean back. Are you saying I should, I, I'm, I'm too mean back sometimes? No, no, no. I didn't say that at okay, all. Okay, good, good. Uh, you, could, you could be. I'm just sometimes they're a little bit mean to you. So maybe don't be, don't be mean today. No, I don't mind. I don't care as long if they're mean, as long as they're listening. Yeah, but you know, maybe they're not. Maybe they're just texting in. <laughs> One texter on the Thornton's text line says that we should turn this into Kentucky roll call today. Roll call. We didn't have this the show this morning. What do you say, gentlemen? Yes. Yeah, so KRC observed Juneteenth. Mike Rutherford is not. Well, now Rutherford technically did. He went on vacation. But the Mike Rutherford show did not. Nothing says celebrate Juneteenth like going to South Carolina. Does Trevor Kelsey know what Juneteenth is? It's the day. It's the day that uh, uh, slavery was officially ended, right? Yes and no. It, it was, was the day the, that Abraham gave the, gave the speech. It was no. He didn't do the the speech on this day. No, I don't think so. Maybe he did a, a speech, but no. I don't, I, also, I think he'd probably be dead this time in history of that year. Well, how could he be dead? He's well. No, that's right. Because he yeah, he was killed like right after the Civil War ended, right? Wasn't he? He he did he did uh, Civil War. He, he died in April. So. Yeah, and the Civil War ended in April, didn't it? You, it's good. Yeah, probably. I want to say what eighteen sixty five. Eighteen sixty five is the year. Yeah, but obviously June nineteenth is later than than April fifteenth. I think <laughs> is the day that he was assassinated. Uh, that's tax day. Mm. That sounds yes. That sounds that's right because I think uh, I guess if I'm not mistaken, uh, Booth died on my birthday, April twenty sixth. So if he kills him on April fifteenth, by the time they track him down and burn the house down when he's in, uh, it'd been about the twenty sixth. Hmm. Okay. Jumped off the stage because he has panage. Broke his leg. He did. Screamed something in Latin. It was on Seinfeld. Uh, something about tyrants. Also, <laughs> also on the stage, Joey Votto has been called back up to the Reds. And where's Mike to celebrate this? Juneteenth <laughs> is when they had reached Texas and the the last of the of the slaves were freed and told of their emancipation. So that's what we are, are celebrating today. It is a day, uh, you know, celebrating. So it took them like two months to get to Texas? Good Lord. I mean, it's a slow pigeon. They didn't, they didn't have. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was supposed to be on. They didn't have on, planes. This would be on horses, Couldn't just man. text somebody. See, so me, it took them two, two, down, two months and four days to get all the way to Texas from Washington? A texter says, sick simper tyrannus is what. John, is that what he says? That's okay. what he yelled. Thank you, Texter. Classic Joe Devola. I don't know who you. Joe Devola is. You know, you know, is that what Texter says? They, they, they said okay. classic Joe Okay, I was about to give you props for that because you have watched Seinfeld, but not enough to probably, that's who screams it in Seinfeld and jumps off the stage. You know, I, I watched, I, we did watch all of Seinfeld did. probably about five years ago, but I don't remember that one. I mean, well, but we were binging it so easy, you know. Yeah, it was, the, it was from the, uh, when he did, they did the pilot, the pilot oh, okay. of themselves. Gotcha. He was in the crowd. He was also the uh, the one who was in, you know, kind of insane and dated Elaine. And it's a show about yeah, nothing. It's a show about nothing. He had a he, had a, he crossed paths with 
with Jerry and was angry at Jerry at one point. Mm-hmm. He did a roundhouse kick and, and hit Kramer, but he was wearing a bicycle helmet or a motorcycle helmet, so it didn't hurt him too much. Well, whether you are a <laughs> Kentucky Roll Call listener or a Mike Rutherford Show listener, we're or, well, not Rutherford's on vacation, but we are going to be on the road on Wednesday. We don't often take the show on the road, but Park Mammoth Golf Course, they invited us out there. We're going to be doing the show Wednesday, and then we're going to be playing right when we get off the air, and we'd love to see you out there. Of course, they are on Central Time Zone. It's only about... How long did it take you to get to Bowling Green? You lived there. Uh, I mean, me, 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah, right. You didn't get to Bowling Green in 45 minutes. I didn't say, you asked if me back then. Trevor back then took about that long. Now, yeah, I'd say about, it's about 90 minutes max. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking two hours max. But uh, not buying that you ever got to Bowling Green in 45 minutes. All right. We don't need to, we don't need to diverge. Challenge accepted. I'll leave right now. This early into the show. <laughs> But at worst, even with traffic, two hours tops, and uh, of course, Park Ooh. Mammoth isn't in Bowling Green, but it's in Cave City. There's not to be confused with Horse Cave. If you lived in Horse Cave, there was only one reason to go to Horse Cave when you're down when when you lived in Bowling Green. I said Cave City. It's Park City. There you go. Cave City would be more appropriate though. It's where <laughs> Mammoth Cave is. Have you ever been to Mammoth Cave? Trevor? I have. I don't think I could go now. God, no, I don't think I could get into Mammoth Cave at this point. Why don't you think you could get you, into Mammoth Cave? Have you ever been to Mammoth Cave? I have. Do you have you ever do you not know how like just tight fit those like crevices are? I was I was like claustrophobic, like afraid I don't I was think gonna... you could get you know, you could do maybe the, the, the full tour that they give the little kids. I don't think I could do but like eighty five percent of the tour. I think now. you could like walk to the cave entrance. Well, depending Through on the old Clark Griswold, just kind of hop up and down <laughs> twice and then just say, all right, I saw the cave. <laughs> it's a pretty great view. Uh, I, I mean, if it's a large entrance, yeah, but like the, when we went, I remember you had to go like to like manhole size little like. Yeah, I think they give you, there. there is a tour that does that. I don't think I was much of a kid when I went. I was like. Well, we won't be doing any, maybe? we won't be doing any caves on Wednesday, but we will oh, be good. doing some golfing. Park Mammoth Golf Club. It is one of the nicest courses in Kentucky. More and more people are finding out about it, and and again, driving the hour Wait, and maybe. thirty minutes, two hours, maybe worst case if you get bad traffic down to Park City, Kentucky, and playing this course. And we'd love to see you down there on Wednesday. Uh, it's going to be fun doing the show there with the sun coming up and then beating the heat, getting out there on the golf course, fingers crossed it's not going to rain. Weather looks good so far. That's Park Mammoth Golf Club, and we'll be there on Wednesday, so you're Wednesday to, morning. You're going to be up an extra hour early to do the show because it's on Central Time, right? Yeah, I think my, my clock will just probably stay on Eastern Time that week, that that day, Well, for, tw- for like 12 hours. Your mental clock, but your cell phone automatically resets. Correct. I, I'll, 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 I think I'll be able to make the adjustment. Are you sure it's a whole hour, man? Just an hour late to the show, an hour late to my tea time. I can't figure this out. I, I, I'm the only one in this room has lived in a different time zone. And when I lived in Bowling Green, it's, it can be an adjustment. Uh, I've got on vacations to different times. But did you live in those cities? I, mean, I was living at did, the time. Did, did, you, did you live there for a long period of time? I was definitively alive during I, mean, I know those. you took like a six-month vacation after, on your honeymoon to Hawaii, but I mean, it's just... It's not true. It was like eight days. <laughs> but, it was a great vacation, though. But, it's not just Juneteenth today, Trevor, but a, that is an important day in American history. It's my father's birthday. All right. Happy birthday, Papa Walker. He wanted Papa me Walker. to send you his best. He said I love Terry. He was going to be listening 
listening today, but uh, he doesn't normally listen to the morning show. So it's a rare tr- a birthday <laughs> treat for you, Dad. Just, you just get to a- listen to your favorite son on the radio. Yeah, and 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 Terry. Uh, did, did, did he, uh, does he not like, see like me? Doesn't want to get up early and listen. He, he's definitely not up at the start of it. I mean, I'm sure there's some occasions that he may be, but he's just kind of a creature of habit and I know the feeling. like to, to have to get, do the tune in radio app at like eight fifteen. He doesn't, but he doesn't under, he, he can't kind of process that we have the replay of the show nine to 11. Oh, there's a podcast. And I, we've taught him how to use his Alexa in his office, <laughs> but like he only says basically one, one station. Um, you would think that it'd be his son's station, big X sports radio. It, it's not, it's the, what a, the, the, the Billy Cunningham station in Cincinnati. Oh, 700. W L O L O P L A P. Whatever. WLOU. Whatever it is. It's no one's station to write. WLAP. Oh, is that what I was saying? WLAP. WLW. Who's Bill Cunningham? Final answer WLW. Okay, well, who's Billy Cunningham? He's he was the guy that Bob Huggins said the inappropriate thing to. Oh, okay. And they were all like, ah, Bob Huggins, he's a real hoot. You can't fire him. You're not going to fire him. Oh, don't worry, Bobby. He's going to get a DUI soon enough. <laughs> so that would have been, if we did a roll call this morning, we obviously would have talked about that. Yeah. We're going to talk about the golf tournament, the U.S. Open. I know you, uh, you watched every shot of it. Singular. I'm you, talking you, about you wouldn't you. stop texting me about Who, it. Who's we and talking about that today? You and Khaleesi over here? I mean, it's about the Trevor did bring his dog into the studio. We can spend an entire hour on that if we get if we get slow on things. I want their belly rubbed. Now Trevor's rubbing the dog's belly on air. <laughs> <laughs> do you expect anything less? It really feels like the old sports talking. <laughs> well, back at it, baby. I was gonna say, if it was KRC moment, at least you'd think like well, it's seven in the morning. He's just half asleep. That's why he's being goofy. So, nope, nope. I'm I'm actually been up for over an hour now. No, I, I I'm one of the few big exports radio talent that actually listens to. That's because you're at work in your office and you just turn it or on. driving around, or driving, around. Or yeah. driving around the city. Scoots will listen to other shows as well, so I'll, I'll throw him in there. I guess we're just company men when you think about it. Like we go above and beyond per se. Like if somebody <laughs> at the station was supposed to be getting a raise, maybe be the one that really is a part of the big X family. But neither here nor there. So I listen to 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 Mike. I think he does an amazing job. We're lucky to have him at Big X, and like we said, the texters for his show, uh, they 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 do good. They do good work. Not as good as the roll call listeners, but but close, close second in the radio I, business. I, I, so text just, on into the Thornton Sex Line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Are you done with your plug? Just go. Yeah, we do this thing on roll call where we don't interrupt people. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been a while since I listened, but I know that's a that's a <laughs> lie and a half. Uh, <laughs> and that's I guess you'd be the lie and Scoots would be the half. The I just I do I do try to listen to the podcast sometimes, but honestly, it just it, I, you all get me so frustrated. I was if I do, I will send you like fifty texts at three in the, at one in the morning when I'm listening, and then I, I've done it before. And I know you all just do not want to come in here and find all those texts for me, just complaining down the the chronological line of your show. Yeah, yeah. And I can't help it. I just I, I get that itch. I knew, hey, and then right. I'm just like I got to do. I got to comment, and it's either that or text you on your phone, which. Yeah, but I know you're sleeping. Uh, yeah, it just sounds like an excuse, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, the last time I listened, I started texting you while I was listening, driving around that afternoon. I don't see any issue with it. Okay. All uh, right, Trevor, your thoughts on Bob Huggins? Let's uh, do radio. Uh, what a play sad radio. police report. 
And I haven't seen the police. I saw. I just saw the DUI, and he was going to be. I mean, has he officially resigned at this point? He has. Okay, he's, I he's, kind he's of done. assumed this is the DUI came up. Yeah, I it, mean, it was just going to be a matter. To, I mean, he wasn't going to. After that came out, it, after it happened, there was no chance he was going to be coaching West Virginia. I know it's not this his, year. It's his first. I know it's his or first DUI in a while, but it is not also his first DUI. I mean, he hasn't. It's the first one since I guess what maybe it's been probably a good 15, 20 years since he got one, right? I, I, I you, you know. Didn't study Bob Huggins' DUI history this morning. <laughs> Why not? Here, let me pull up some old notes that I have. <laughs> uh, I mean, I know he had some at Cincinnati, but I mean, 2004. So that's that's almost 20 years. Ooh, and everybody knows that 20 years is the threshold. <laughs> I mean, with being acceptable in society, especially just a couple months after so a homophobic slur. Is this is this resignation because of a DUI or just because of the homophobic slur still? It's he he could he could have one of them, couldn't have both of them. Can't have your cake and eat it too. Could, couldn't couldn't have both of them. And th- when you read that police report, it is incredibly sad. I, I'm not. You have so many media members when stuff like this happens in society where they'll get on their soapbox oh, and yeah. just like crush a guy, and then at the end be like, "But I hope he gets the help that he deserves." <laughs> well, in a, all seriousness, this didn't laugh at that, but I am a little it, bit. It, this does kind of scream like a cry for help. Just how drunk he was, how old he is, and just knowing that, like I, I you know, even if you're fringe. Point over a point oh eight, you would think that a coach would think, hey, you know, I've got too much on the line. I have a ton of money. There's nowhere I can't be where I can't get there. I've got cash, and I my car. It'll be here when I get back. But you add it all together, it is just wild. Like really, really wild. Where were where were family? Where were friends? He didn't even know what town he was in, Trevor. He didn't know what town he was in. He had a tire that was just nearly shredded to pieces. And he was still trying to drive. Good lord! Like, and he blew a point two over a point two one, which is over twice the legal limit. Not too far off from three times the legal limit. That's all day drinking, right there. Oh well, yeah. I mean, either That's... all day drinking or drinking very very hard stuff. He had a he had a he had a garbage bag of empty cans in his car. So he may have been literally drinking and driving, which doesn't. I mean, just any any time. It's not ideal, but especially when you're just chugging them while going down the road. It really is lucky that that he didn't get hurt and and nobody else got hurt in in the process of all this. He didn't know what town he was in. Uh, he said like he kept saying he was coming from different places. Said he was from a burger. Went to a Burger King. Couldn't find the receipt. <laughs> then he actually did. You know what? You don't talk about an M Night Shyamalan twist of this whole story. He actually ended up finding the Burger King receipt. So they were like, so he did. You think they really cared that he went to Burger King? <laughs> he was at least able to collaborate that part because nothing, was, else, nothing else did, but it did take him a while. And it showed he's not a liar, I guess. Yeah, he thought he was in Columbus, Ohio. He was in Pittsburgh. By the way, at the Burger King, I'm just skimming through it. You know, I love to skim. It was 45 minutes from where he was arrested. So he had been. <laughs> they don't They don't say the details. of What's your favorite thing? Are you, are you a big Burger King guy? Oh, yeah, I like Burger King. It's a fast food place in Louisville. I'm, sure, never, I'm not sure you never had a Whopper there because you only eat fast food burgers. You're That's too true. good for them. But That's true. No, Burger King's the, the Whopper, the chicken fries, their fries in general. I think Burger King, I mean, I don't want to say it's underrated because I think it's technically the second like most popular like fast food place in terms of like sales and and distribu- distri- distribution. So, but 
They this don't. Is, I don't think like they get enough right the right credit like you, with McDonald's does. Ladies and gentlemen, you're witnessing Trevor Kelsey magic just right here. We're talking about Bob <laughs> Huggins DUI, tight roping, a pretty serious issue, while also not trying to be on a soapbox or preachy or anything like that. And Trevor has just held our hands from the Bob Huggins DUI case over to is Burger King underrated? How oh, is it perceived? I mean, what do you think about Burger King? And that's just he—he's—it's a work of art. I don't think you get enough credit for slowly being able to efficiently derail pretty much every radio topic that you can have in this business. And that was it. I just wanted to capture it one time while we were doing it. Obviously, Trevor, I'm not rude. I'm going to entertain your Burger King conversation. Oh, please. I I think that fast food places in different cities are obviously more popular in some than others. And and, and I'm not defaulting to, like, places where a certain fast food chain isn't in that city. That doesn't count. But I would guess somewhere Burger King's popular. But do you know anybody? I don't know anybody in Louisville or Lexington where Burger King would be one of their top fast food options. I don't either, which is what amazes me when you you look it up and find that that only McDonald's, I think, sells more— Fast food than Burger King does. Another thing, just while we're talking about Trevor and getting a little inside baseball, he also will just either intentionally or unintentionally make things up or misremember things all the time. So take that stat with a grain of salt. Could very Look well it be up. True. Could very well be true. Okay. But just as much as it could be true, it could be a total lie. For the, ladies and for the record, I've never intentionally made anything up. I don't know if that's true either. No, no. I, I may. I may. We've been in some heated arguments and debates. And I, I may mix a few things up. Hey, don't bring up the Colorado thing again, because I showed you proof of that, damn it. What was the Colorado thing? You didn't believe that they that Louisville was the first to, to, to use prostitutes? And I, sh- I sent you articles oh, pointing out of the yeah, Miami Yeah, that was also a classic yeah. Trevor Sion. That was the one where within 10 minutes you were calling me duty head and Dumb, dumb. <laughs> Trevor's whole thing was like, it's what you have all did at well, Minority Hall it happens listen. everywhere. Hey, listen, Google, Google, you can Google most popular fast food right now in terms of like sales. Just Google it. It's, you got a computer, right? I do have Are computer. you on your phone, your laptop? I can't tell from here. I've, I've got uh, my computer here. And yes, I, I, am one, I, can, I can walk that, that fine line without falling from one subject to another with no with with perfect ease. If Huggins could do it, he might not have a DUI. He failed every sobriety test they gave him. You've been given times. a sobriety he, test? I have I ever been given one? Yeah. No. Okay. I I I blew one time. I believe more than that I can Gosh. believe. That, that that was not that was not fun. I think I was 22 or 23 and picked up my friends from a U of L game. And this cop pulls me over because he says that I'm on the line for on Eastern Parkway. It's like, and I'm in a big Tahoe SUV. It's like impossible not to be on the line <laughs> in Eastern Parkway. But he was very, very nice. Uh, he knew that my friends had been at the U of L game and had been partying for a long time. Um, he thought that I had been there. He thought I was lying at first, that I was also at the game. Uh, which I I was. Uh, I did lie about that. I was at the game. But I, I had not drank since the first quarter because at 22, just, you know, beers hit you a little bit differently then. And uh, he he was like, would you mind blowing? And I didn't mind because I knew I wasn't even going to be close to it. He said, hey, I just would feel more comfortable if you all would get picked up by a cab. There wasn't Uber or Lyft at this time. And being 22, I was like, look at you sounding old. There was no Uber Lyft, you kids. There wasn't. <laughs> it was right around the corner, but it wasn't a thing just yet. 
But I was like, yeah, that's no problem. That sounds a lot better than whatever the alternative would be. Getting arrested. But he never, but he never told me what the number was. Mm. I think he probably did some things maybe he wasn't supposed to do. Um, but the reason for the getting pulled over on the lines and on Eastern Parkway. Give me a break. You were swerving. Give me. It wasn't swerving at you were, all. You, he didn't even accuse me of swerving. He just said, you're on the line. He had music I was like, blaring. Yeah, we probably did have the music blaring. Probably listened to a little we probably did. or something. Uh, but then we, we, we got a cab, and uh, the friends were all very happy I drove, but I was like, this was the plan all along for me to drive. This wasn't just whoever was most sober, although it was me, because they were all hammered. <laughs> they were like, oh, I'm so happy it wasn't me. It was like, well, it was my car. That's the closest gonna... you've ever come to even a That's D- the only time I've ever blown into that or even had, yeah, uh, yes, because there's no other encounter. I was given the actual sobriety test. The field test? Yes. Like, do you like the walk the line stuff? Oh, yeah. I've, yeah. Always, I've always wanted to do it. I've, I, I've aspired for it. I was with a couple buddies who we we'd left a con. Oh, it was one of those free concerts that down the waterfront. And we went somewhere to meet these girls that we had met at the concert. And to make somewhat of a long story short, I guess it didn't work out with us. They said something about having a hot tub. They didn't have a hot tub. Then my buddy got mad, so he just, like, he started throwing our empties out in our front yard as we as we were leaving. We were young. I'm not, I, wasn't the, I wasn't the mature, sophisticated gentleman you look at now back, in, you know, in my I 20s. See, yeah, you've really evolved. Uh, but this, in long, his, him being kind of a, a D-bag saved us because three blocks later we get pulled over. We don't have any empties in our car now because they're on her front yard. Uh, but he did give me the surprise. I passed. To this day, I don't know how. I had no business passing. I probably had no business behind the wheel, personally. But uh, yeah, I did pass. I remember just thinking to myself, thank God for video games. My hand-eye coordination is excellent right now. And uh, Were you a little nervous? I was a little nervous. Yeah, I was like 22 and hammered. And I was like, yeah, I, was like, I, need, to, I need to be here. And I just remember him looking. I guess, I don't know, I guess he didn't have like a... A, a, a thing to blow in or whatever because he just gave me the normal sobriety and he's like well you passed he's like I don't really think you should be driving but be careful and go go home slow and I'm like thank you I will so we, they let you drive they let me drive yeah. the only time I've blown in anything was at Lexington in Lexington Golden um, 64 game me and uh, me and a buddy went to uh, went to a UK game against Auburn I believe and we left the game early because it was like 49 to nothing. I don't remember the score. Cats were probably on top. Yeah. <laughs> on top of a grave. It was being thrown dirt onto it by Stephen Davis and other Auburn players. So we went to leave, and we didn't remember where I parked. And we couldn't remember where we parked, so we're wandering around. The, by the time we're still wandering around, the game ends. People are leaving. And a cop, I guess, like, my buddy just thought it would just be a great idea. He's like, let's ask this cop where we park. I'm like, he, how's he going to know? It just, again, shows you that we shouldn't probably be driving anyway. And he gives me the breathalyzer. Well, this time I'm only, like, 20 years old. I was under 21 at this point. And I blew something of illegal. And he just looks at me he's like, I can't let you drive. And I was like, we don't know where our car is, dude. He's like, well, he's like, you shouldn't be driving for at least three, four hours. I'm like, that's probably how long it's going to take us to find our car. And we actually ended up walking to one of the neighborhoods next to it and like kind of falling asleep, taking a nap in someone's yard anyway. Uh, and we got to the car later that night. It was in a VA hospital parking garage, I think. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yes, I do. Oh, good, because I could have used your help back in, like, 99. Our, our <laughs> fraternity's 
party, our fraternity got kicked off campus my sophomore year. But for uh, and then my freshman year, they got in trouble for hazing. So I wasn't really part of Greek <laughs> life per se. Just got a little taste of it. Uh, but there, our party house was right by that house. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's would have been good to know at the time when we were in. But we eventually got to the car. It was on. It was I a, was probably you know nine when you were doing all this. <laughs> it was, old, it was old a, man. It was a noon game. We got to the car at like midnight. Well, it sounds more like a good thing. It took you all as long as you did to, to get to the car. Oh, oh, yeah. By the time we got the car, we were sobered up. Well, like more than sobered up. In fact, we just ended up, you know, having to go find a bar anyway and hang out. Don't do what Bob Huggins did. And <laughs> I do hope that he, you know, he. Never he, coaching again? He's never going to coach again. Yeah. He never really seemed like he was in tip top health to begin with. Yeah, but Western I mean W West Virginia's got a decent team supposed to come back next year too. They have a great team. Yeah, and I mean they had a solid something team. Something that we're we'll talk about on Kentucky Roll Call tomorrow morning. But oh. like let's go take them. Let's go get them. Because <laughs> Cats need some players. But I hope that he does he clearly probably needs some help. I hope his friends are there for him and his family's there for him and he can live out the rest of his life with Tons and tons of money and enjoy it and and come to some peace. That being said, what a somewhat complicated legacy for Bob Huggins. Will will you remember him as a Cincinnati coach, West Virginia coach, Kansas State coach? Okay, <laughs> he's there for one year. <laughs> was it one or two? I think it was one. I think it was just one. Yeah, I think it was. And he, like him and the AD got into it, didn't like each other. It was the year they had the Billy Walker and uh, Beasley, I believe. Um, I don't know if Beasley stayed at sick. No, he's only one year, I guess. Maybe Beasley was that. Did he that. coach Beasley? Was it Beasley? Was it Beasley the next year with Weber? I think that's maybe. what I think he committed yeah. to Huggins, and then they ended up. I yeah. thought that they ended up getting him to. But did he get? Stay. Did he have Billy Walker? Or was that also in Beasley's class? I can't remember either. They well, were in that same area, so I don't recall. Uh, I know he was like you know okay again one year, but anyway, he's there one year. Kansas State doesn't remember. They don't care anyway. They they've got Tang now. Um, ah man. I'm kind of 50 50 on that one because a part of me, I mean, I hate him because of his Cincinnati days. I feel like you're U of L ties that almost default to Cincinnati. Yeah. And, and, and because and, that's, that rivalry was a lot of fun when, and, when Huggins was rocking and rolling with the Bearcats. And I hate him because of it. It's one of the main reasons why I still don't like Mick Cronin because I'm just picturing him next to Huggins all those years as his top assistant and that goopy red hair. And I want to just smack him around. Look like Gunther from. from if you're friends with red hair, I just do. Wouldn't want to be a Bud Light in that coaching staff locker room. <laughs> but, but then again, as West Virginia days, I kind of like him because he stopped Cal from going to his first Final Four in 2010. So, I mean, it, it's really a and very... was a part of Cal's first Final Four run in 2011. <laughs> we don't remember that one as well. I that's, that's when the, that's when the, uh, the drinking kicks in for, for Huggins and, and his fans. I uh, So, I don't know. I'm kind of torn, but I guess... The old school in me is, is how I am. I'm probably going to, if you ask me to say name a school, I would say Cincinnati. All right. Trivia Monday. Did he have more wins at West Virginia or Cincinnati? And I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a number here. Don't go Googling. I don't have it. I have Rod Stewart in front of me. One place he won 399 games. One place he won 345 games. Play the... I'm going to say West Virginia was more. Who wants to be a millionaire music? <laughs> I don't I got some Maggie Mae for that when we go to commercial. Uh, you uh, got it wrong. It's not West Virginia with the more? So he won more at Cincinnati. Uh, I can't remember. who was. Where was he longer at, though? 
it looks like Cincinnati. Okay. Let me count them up. You count for, or you talk for a second. I'll talk for a second as I talk about Bob Huggins, the man, the myth, the hatred of of, of everything that isn't 1950s Christian. Uh, DUI again, talking still. How long does it take you to count years? <laughs> He's talking 32, 64. Looks like it was 16 and 16. And secondly, yeah. we can't ever get you to just hush up. <laughs> and then when you're told to talk, you flounder. I, I don't like just tell one of your tell another story about a time you were in Lexington or you got drunk or you ran into Bob Huggins or yelled something at him at a game or something like that. Goodness gracious, Trevor, you failed that miserably and now you made me miscount. Actually, I did yell at him and he gave me a dirty look when I when they came to uh, I think it was the uh, not Yum Center but it was Freedom Hall. I want to say right after his first DUI, I, I yelled some probably derogatory uh, alcoholy things at him and uh, he gave me kind of he gave me a glance but that was it. And uh, that was that was the end of our interactions. I think it was sixteen and sixteen at both places. Oh, come on, it cannot be that hard to count. I, well, it is. <laughs> and then both Cincinnati and West Virginia are in all these stupid Great different pay conferences. Great for education over here. All these stupid <laughs> conferences, just like U of L. <laughs> Annie Orphan of conferences. We've been in that many conferences. You've been in a lot of conferences, Trevor. You've been in a lot of them. That's... And you may get another one with the ACC someday. Sorry for a player. I'll remember West Virginia just because, obviously, he had multiple tournament battles against Kentucky, most of which went UK's way. But, obviously, the John Wall one was a biggie. Probably took a national championship away from Kentucky. UK could have certainly had a bad shooting night in that Final Four, uh, but also could have... Very, he was 16 and 16, by the way. Very easily won that game. Yeah, and that, that's kind of wild, 16 that and 16. Insane. It was one year of Kansas State in between, and we don't count the five years at Akron. But the Cats would have gotten Duke in that Final Four game if, if they didn't shoot 432 from three-point, and that would have been an indie. would have been a lot of fun. And then they would have played Butler for, for their national championship if they were able to get by Duke. So I think they would have done both those things, and, and Cal maybe would have got a championship in year one at UK. He did have Billy Martin's freshman year, and Beasley came in the next year. Yeah, so we were right about that one. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. This is TJ Walker and Trevor Kelsey is carrying it? the torch for Mike Rutherford, who's on the sandy beaches of? Uh, uh, Hilton Head. Hilton Head. Here that's, that's where, that's where, that's where like, the uh, Kappa School kids go on vacation. I never went there. I went to Gulf Shores. That's no, where, no, no. Gulf no. Shores is where you went to if no. you weren't in public school. Not true. Not true. Big Catholic. Uh, you every never went summer, to Hilton Head as a vacation. I never, I never went to Hilton Head for vacation. Okay. We go to Gulf Shores every summer and Destin every spring break. You could almost oh, yeah, two your, of them. Wow, Mister Fancy. You, could say, you know, we, Gulf Shores shouldn't say every summer. <laughs> we eventually stopped, but we had plenty of Rayfield families that did go to Gulf Shores every sun, summer. Stay at the old Sandpiper down there. That's that's what you get when you get your first car as a convertible. But Destin, fake news again. You're just wrong. <laughs> about that you're just wrong and i think it, you say it's not intentional but when you're just corrected uh, time and time again no, that one was on purpose <laughs> you got me then you got me good but destined every spring break we did do that this is the mike rutherford show on big x sports radio tj walker and trevor kelsey
I heard Scoots is almost about to get fired as DJ KRC. No, you got fired from KRC because no. of the, your music. I quit. No, you got fired. I quit. No, you, <laughs> it was actually neither, if truth be told, but that's not fun. We don't want to do that. But I heard Scoots has been getting some complaints, though. Does he play too much bro country? No, no, he actually gets compliments for, like, playing 90s country. He has Country Thursday. It's every Thursday. Um, uh, Scoots doesn't have nearly as many misses as you, <laughs> but he also, you will play music, and I'll be like, man, that was a good song. I've never heard that before. I need to Shazam this real quick, or I'll ask you what song it was. <laughs> so it, that doesn't often happen with Scoots. So he doesn't play anything that really I probably haven't heard before. For the most part, but sometimes you just have some really bad music days. No offense. <laughs> sometimes I like to like to, to, to mix it up and go, you know, instead of just going to the B side, I go to the C side and the D side. You get side. you get after it, but you got to risk it sometimes. I'll go to the tracks. So you, I, I don't overall have any major issues with with your music selection. I was told you were the one that, that spearheaded my my dismissal. Well, I thought you resigned. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Let's get to the Thornton's text line. By the way, if you all have any, uh, if Mike Rutherford has specific Mike Rutherford show reads, you're going to have to do that. Nobody told me what the reads are. I don't have them either. I can do Thornton's and Shady Ray's. Okay. But. I don't have the reads. They, they don't give them to me. You have to do the Phil Rich read. He makes it rain. He's from Portland. There you go. He's from Portland. I can do the transfer portal song. Not now because I don't have it loaded, but. You've all got a good <laughs> offensive lineman commitment over the weekend. Of course, that's what we do in football. We make, really, we make it rain really like are. Phil Rich. When are you going to accept the fact okay. that, that, that Howie is going to be a Cardinal from now on? Howie's in the most jeopardy of his short Oh, life. you better believe it, but Buster. But he's only known blue. It's only going to still be blue. But we've told people on Kentucky Roll Call that, like, you, you, UK football needs to. Keep up with the Joneses, because when UK started recruiting well and the big dog was barking, U of L fans, it's still UK. We're still going to pummel them. And now, what, five years later, it's just been nothing but annihilations. Only one win for the Cards since 2016. But, like, recruiting matters. When you bring in good players, you're going to see the results from that, assuming you just don't have a total lame duck coach. And Brahm is not a lame duck. So, yes, UofL is going to be better. This series will be more competitive. UK needs to do everything they can to continue to recruit better than UofL. We have taken over over recruiting. You all yell Yahtzee. We say domino. Uh, By the way, Auburn, (laughs) Auburn got ratioed to Bolivia, as the kids would say. Because they got a football commitment and they're starting to try to do the Yahtzee thing. UK fans were not. Did happy they say about Yahtzee? It. Literally, Yahtzee. Oh, they're no, no. Their official team account, their coach. Like, they're no, trying to make Yahtzee their thing. No, we, we, I'm not even going to bother with that. We, we're better. We, we're just. You ever see, you've seen the movie Friday when uh, Ice Cube yells Domino? Uh-huh. That's our gif. We put that every time we Domino! Bleep us? That's what we do. That's how we roll up, up in here. And yeah, we 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 jammed a bunch of peanut butter on the, into the mouth of the big dog, so he's just he's yelping now. You can't hear a word he's saying. The UK's we, doing we, all right. I mean, and I, and I'm glad we played in the year because by then Leary will probably be injured, and we want to worry about him. So could, I mean, could be true. <laughs> but if we know one thing about UK, they're great. They were great with backup quarterbacks last year. No reason they can't be great with backup quarterbacks this year. But again, the the big the big thing is is That's that Brahm is home. I, I know. I was laughing on the inside. And it's the, the the pendulum is swung. Your time was then. 
Our time is now. Well, that's that's obviously just not true. Um, come within, stop getting doubled up, and then we can talk oh, about it getting a little bit closer. Let's play football, buddy. Basketball is a different story. You all may have a, <laughs> may have a better chance in basketball with the way UK's roster is at right now. We got more players. Uh, we'll 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 talk. We will talk about that. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, "I love TJ and TK days. It's the old sports talker." Trevor and I, we would do radio every day for a while until Nick Roush came and ruined a good thing, huh? <laughs> Damn you, Roush. You Weirdest spoiler. Living life in the afternoons, not taking ourselves too seriously. No, we're, just, we're just living the dream, talk, talking Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And Roush was like, well, I want to do radio with somebody. And we were like, fine, we'll do radio with you. Fighting over the, di- the difference between a hooker and a, and a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Then Roush comes around, we have to move to the mornings, and then it's Trevor versus time, and folks, time won out, and it won out <laughs> well, in a big way. I, lo- I love when we first started the show, it started at 8. 8 to 10. And we were like, well, let's see if we can get Trevor on time, and I, and I didn't do that bad. And then after a few months, I was like, well, let's, we're going to move to 7. I'm like, why are you people hate me? Like, you, you question when I get there at 8 and your thought process is move it up an hour? I enjoyed the 8 to 10 time slot uh, well, but you, you had just as many issues at 8 as you did at 7. I did, but I didn't do that. But I, I want to say I, I think I had a pretty good winning percentage when it was all said and done. I was there. I did KRC for a little bit, what, three years or so? Yeah. And I would say About. I had a – I mean, if, if, if showing up on timer wins, I could have I given John Wooden a run for his money or Dean, Dean Smith or – yeah, just when you're the person that gets the radio show on the air, it can't really be like a Bob Huggins winning percentage, which is solid. <laughs> I was better than Bob Huggins. I was like Bobby Knight. He was uh, <laughs> or not winning percentage, but seven fifty nine winning percentage at Cincinnati, and then oh, six thirty at West Virginia. You know, I think that's I think that's about where you were. No, no, I, I was I was in I was in the nineties, low ninety percentile. I didn't miss that much, and, and, and I'd say, yeah, no, that's I think that's about right. It's three or <laughs> there would be probably a, a, one day or two days a week that you would be late. And Douglas, I got you on the air. And it may you, actually be like three days a week. Oh, I was late. not late three days a week. Mm, it's close to now. It. Who exaggerates lies? Towards the end, it was getting pretty bad. Yes, we have all these on tape. You know, we can go back and listen. We miss Douglas. We do miss Douglas. But it was fun. It, well, it wasn't. It wasn't necessarily fun. That's not the right <laughs> word for it. But the 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 suspense of six forty five in the morning, walking into the studio, and are you? Well, it was either you're going to see nobody because Trevor wasn't going to be there if he was showing up, or you'd That's see true. Douglas. And Douglas had he had a, he had a look about him. He had a very cool beard. He had a lot going on with his hair. It was kind of it was dreads. He didn't I think wash it all that often. That's how you get dreads. And you. You just either, and he also was like maybe ninety pounds soaking wet, maybe a hundred pounds. Best if if that. So you just see this little guy with dreads and a beard in his early sixties, fifties, whatever he was, or you'd see nobody, or very rare occasions you'd see Trevor. I'd but come wandering in. You're all yeah. you're so grouchy too in the morning. I was I'm not a morning you person. You're so grouchy. Sometimes you take it out on Roush. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> you take it out of Rouse. You bully Rouse. Hey, fellas. Brad from Bellbrook here on the Thornton Stex line. Can I get your predictions for the UK U of L football game this season? Well, Trevor already did kind of his little 
superhero movie. You you say U of is going to win every year, and I every, do. It's, it doesn't turn out well. I'm for damn you. right, to, I'm damned to be right. Someday. If you're doing it this early on, because normally you're a little bit more realistic in the summer, and then you either start drinking the Kool Aid, or it's just your fandom gets the best of you. The rivalry gets the best of you, and come so, game week, you'll mm-hmm. talk yourself into winning. That was two years, three but, years ago. It happened the, once. But the fact you're doing it now, you're so chesty now. I can't imagine what you're going to be like Governor's Cup week. Oh, I might, I might be just obnoxious. We're going to have to put Especially Little Howard on lockdown to make sure you don't try to kidnap <laughs> him or do any shenanigans. Little Howard is the big exports radio rivalry trophy. It's yes. a horse. It's named Little Howard. And it, currently, I'm looking at it right now, it's got a nice blue and white scarf on. And Little whoever wins Howard. gets to decorate them in their team's we need to get him better UKs. You know, I may take Little Howard home with me. Give him no. a makeover. Give him a little makeover. Lucy's going to see him and never want to let him go. Aw. My, da- my, da- my daughter's 20 months. She does. Anytime she, she sees a horse, she'll go, no. I was going to say, I mean, I can't. I, and, and, and I, knew my, I won't even be able to take him away from her. With how much daddy yeah. likes to bet the pony, she sees a lot of horses, folks. <laughs> Speaking of, speaking of uh, you, happy Father's Day yesterday. You uh, Thank you. Was your second Father's Day or? This is my second. That was my second. It was your second then. one. Mm-hmm. So, is, is, was it any better than the first? Uh, just as good. Just my, as good. What'd you do? My my wife made sure I had an amazing day. Uh, really, the entire weekend. Nice. Uh, got to have some. You got a whole weekend. You didn't get one day. Look got, at you. I got some kerns on Saturday for my lunch, and then so yesterday got to play golf with the other dads in the family. Oh. Uh, not my dad. He is not a golfer, but my stepdad. So that was a lot of fun. And my brother and then my brother-in-law, we all played. Uh, that was great. And Who then won? we went to my dad's house. He, he's got uh, a little place on the river. And we went there, rode jet skis, hung out, had the bouncy house out for the kids, and um, had a really, really nice day. It was a lot of fun. Went, the weekend went by too quickly. But it was great. Thank you for asking, and thanks for wishing me a happy Father's Day. Make sure you reach out to Mark Stoops when you get a second. Why would I do that? I'm Stoops' daddy. Mm. That'd be Brom. Mm. Uh, see, I tried, you joke you're trying to get to, and I tur- turned it around. You didn't turn anything I t- around. I the, jo- the joke landed. I, I, it spun, was it, I spun it around a 360, and it's like, there you go. Because that would mean he's facing me again. I, I think Kentucky <laughs> will win by 10 this year. I think it'll be a game in the fourth quarter, and UK will score late to, to put it away. It'll be the closest game that the rivalry has seen since 2016, but Kentucky will win this year. They'll win next year, and then the following year comes back to U of L. That's when I think U of L, with the recruits being older, Brom being well established by that point, that would be the one I'm most worried about if I'm Kentucky. But I, I still think there's a talent gap this year. Still think UK is better up front. I think Kentucky's got the better quarterback. Something that we haven't been able to say a lot of, but UK definitely has the better wide receiving core. Um, so they're just pretty much Ooh. better at every position when you kind of go across the board. U of L secondary is also not a strength for them. UK's secondary is not a strength for them. So that maybe is a wash, or you could convince me U of L has the advantage there. I, I couldn't say definitively. But I do. UK is going to have probably its best front seven in the Stoops era. Okay. And that's not going to be good news for U of L. Just we, talking realistic. I know. You know I'm realistic. I know. But here's the other, we like here's, to have fun. Here's another reality we've got six months to break this down. I still want to know who won the golf game between you and the other dads yesterday. Oh, gosh. I shot a 40 on the front nine. We played out at Harmony Landing, and that was easily my best front nine there. Par is 36, so I was uh, I was on fire. Came back, shot a 50 on the back nine. Totally embarrassing. Just an absolute, complete, and total collapse. 
I never lose golf balls. I lost like three on the back nine. It was uh, so I shot a ninety, which was disappointing after, especially when you don't get in the eighties after shooting a forty on the freaking front nine. So um, I came in second though. My my brother in law. My brother my brother in law played at Purdue, so he always kicks my butt. Uh, but he beat me by one on the front nine. He shot a thirty nine. He actually played pretty poorly for his standards, but I nearly got him on the front, and then uh, the wheels came off on the back for me and. Uh, none of us really all played all that particularly well. But you didn't get beat by Johnny. No, my brother never beat my my real brother never beats me. Of course not. No. But I, we are trying to set up a match between him and Scooch because they're about even. And I played with Scooch on Friday. Oh, did you? I oh, did. You, Mr. Fancy over here. I did. Uh, my other brother-in-law invited me out, and we it was only two of us, so I was like, "Scooch, you want to play?" He said, "Yeah." Uh, I like playing with Scooch. He he's. He's probably more consistent than my brother, but my brother will hit better shots. And my brother's actually a good putter. Not that anybody cares listening, but we're going to get that matchup set up, and it's going to be a lot of fun for the KRC folks. I never, I don't think in the years I've known you ever had one call to say, hey, you want to come golfing? Yeah, you are horrible at golf. This is well established. <laughs> but I'm a fun guy to hang out with. You are very fun to hang <laughs> yeah, out with. I might not be any good at golf. I can drive the golf cart. And what's embarrassing is there's <laughs> been times, Trevor, who. Most of the time, will not shut up. There's been times that I've called him where maybe I've had, a, like, on the back deck, I've had a few drinks. Well, yeah. He has rushed me off the phone. Once. He's rushed me off the phone. Once. He's, he has denied invites to come over and hang out. That That is a lie. That's, not, I... that's not a lie. There's been several times where I'll be like, we're just on the back deck hanging out. We just finished dinner, put the baby to bed. If you want to swing by, you'll be like, oh, with... I would, but I got to run out here. Got to go You're get confusing me smell. with Roush. No, no, no. It happens. When's that side? Which makes me reflect, like, if I'm getting turned down by Trevor, where has life, where, is, where am I? <laughs> What's well, a good thing to comp- contemplate? I mean, if you, but I try to hang out with you. You're definitely not getting a golf invite because you can't golf. You can't pole vault. Can't, you can't do. You can't do. I can't be hypnotized. Yeah, I, I probably believe that. You think you could be hypnotized? No, but I think like they're mumbo jumbo. If I, I think I could try to take it to heart and let it work for me for a little bit. But I don't think I'd be like bark like a dog. I, I love. I love how like, the, the main excuse for them not wanting to come and like try with me is like, well, if he's not going to believe in it to it, then we're not going. to. Well, why should I have to? No, I do think that you need to be, you like, be able to hypnotize. You need me, to right? be open-minded to it. That's fair. But that's you need just... to be open-minded to it. Because if not, then you're you're actively working against what they're trying to do. Where if you're open-minded, at least at that point, you're going to take in what they're doing. You're getting your full experience. And if you're so sure that it's not going to work, then have an open mind to it. I mean, I can have an open mind to it. I just I'm openly minded that that's not going to work. That's fine, but you should still go through the old rigmarole with an open mind instead of, uh, you know, like cause if, you're gonna, mean if, you're gonna just... be, if you're going to be nitpicking, sarcastic, and every little thing that they say, then it's definitively not going to work. <laughs> but if you go through their course and you're a good little soldier and you do what you're supposed to do, and it still doesn't work, then you can say like, "Listen, I did everything I wanted. I could. They asked me to do. It just doesn't work for me." First of all, you're still bitter about the whole haunted house place in Cincinnati and me for that that little speech right there. And second, oh, Bobby Mackey, <laughs> Trevor and I did a radio show. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, in uh, Northern Kentucky. And you basically that's 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 you say I wasn't open minded enough. But I mean, if I'm not if I if if, if I'm not being if I'm being open minded, air quote. 
I mean, wouldn't that just be mocking them in a way? Wouldn't that be insulting to make them think that they're doing something? No, because you're not lying to them, but you're just going to, like, it's the it's the same thing as getting on an airplane and listening, like, sh- looking at the lady as she's going through the... Safety thing? The safety thing. Okay. Or if it's one of the guys on the intercom <laughs> and he's going and he's saying what he needs to say. Like, you don't need... You would be a jerk to be like, we're not going to crash. Why do I need my safety vest? We're only... Or my life jacket. We're only going over land, like just let them just let them get through their spiel, and you know, see if you learn anything. See if you learn anything about the Boeing seven forty seven. I mean, what do we need a life jacket for if we're going to hit a mountain? No, I mean it's like again, and I also don't think that that hypnotism would work on me in the sense that I'd be like a mindless robot to this hypnotist demands. But it's just best to kind of. Go through the process. So you're saying that hypnotism only works on weak-minded people? And when we did our radio show at Bobby Mackey's, they were nice enough afterwards to give us a tour. It's a haunted nightclub. Uh, it was cool just to get to like walk around that the place. The history of the place that was awesome. Whether or not it's haunted or not, we didn't see any ghosts. Or no. f- I don't think it really. It kind of felt a little eerie, but it was also like dark, and it was just us. We're in and a bunch basement of, of a random, and, random but, place in the middle of nowhere. Of course, it felt weird. Trevor Kelsey was like Ooh, was Tim like, Robinson. Full name on me. He must be upset. Trevor Kelsey was like Tim Robinson, and I think you should leave the goat. The ghost sketch. I don't know where he. They're at the haunted house. Uh, he, Trevor was just like Tim Robinson's character. Then, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about, Obviously. and you're probably laughing. If you haven't seen it, then the reference is going to uh, go over your head. But every two seconds, he'd just be like, Do any ghosts ever fart? <laughs> I did not say that. And they'd be like, This singer was in her dressing room when she met her untimely demise. And Trevor would be like, Talk about putting on a show. <laughs> I think I asked for like ghosts. I believe I asked what she was wearing, but I don't remember <laughs> saying. Was she naked? Was she dead? <laughs> now the coolest thing about that place wasn't ghosts because I don't I'm don't believe in ghosts. Was that uh, it was like a it used to be like a nightclub for gangsters back in the twenties or whatever. Yeah, that, and that, I had the original vault there that was that mm-hmm. they used uh, back in like the the. It was like a mafia hangout. Yeah, mafia. That was the coolest part about that place. And they had... I love embracing the history part, not the hole that some lunatic built in the basement and claimed it went to hell. Oh, the satanic well. Forgot <laughs> about the satanic well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How can you not forget about that? But supposedly Northern Kentucky and Cincinnati were real big in the mafia scene back during like the I Prohibition days and bit. whatnot. All right. It's the top of the hour. That's one down, and we still have to with two more of these. You do this we every day? We talk any sports. Man, back where I come from, I'd only have another hour, and I'm hitting the road. i tell you right now, I want, I, what I want to get when we get back from this, the top of this 4 o'clock hour, I haven't had a chance to listen to Karen Seed and your thoughts on this, and I know this is something that you, is near and dear to your heart. I want to talk alcohol sales at, 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 at the Krogue. We can talk about that. I, I want to hear probably you. I the longest hear, conversation, but we'll do that. I'm going to get you ranting on it. I'm going to go outside and smoke a cigarette while you're doing it. And then I'll come back in and uh, we'll talk some more about it. The Thornton's text line is popping. Keep them coming in. 502-414-1450. The Mike Rutherford Show. TJ Walker and Trevor Kelsey here on Big X Sports Radio.
goes 3 to 6 on the Big X Sports Radio, and there is a podcast, but not on Spotify. Well, you're not on Spotify much anymore the way they're kicking you off right now. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, it's I don't know what it is, too. It's like they've, they've decided to go like back within like the last five years and start just like listening to shows. Didn't we, one of our episodes, we got a COVID tag on it, didn't we? <laughs> it was like, learn the health information about COVID-19. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> that was way back when. But, yeah, we, we did. And then they take off some of our other shows because it's got to be the music music or something yeah. like that. But it's usually, for the most part, it's usually one's years old. So I think the, the, the newest one I think they did was maybe like a Christmas from not this last Christmas, but the year before. I had no idea we weren't Mike wasn't on Spotify. I thought he was. How are you on Spotify and we're not? Because uh, we're. Cooler and better, I think, is how uh, what what was told to me. I mean, I don't. I mean, I just I just assumed that we were all. I have on, no idea. Uh, you don't. Do you, you don't do the talent. You don't I would do. love to do that stuff, but it's kind of like I heard you and Mike talking about this one day where you have all the passwords, so nobody else can really do anything with it. Or Scoots has the passwords. You all don't tell the talent the passwords. You keep us in the dark. Who's the same? <laughs> We've given it to you. I've emailed it. I've I've, mm. I've, I've, I've mailed it, emailed it, texted it, skywritten it. You wouldn't know how to send a letter. <laughs> when's the last time you ever, when's the last time you sent a letter? I send letters frequently. <laughs> what to tell people that you want to buy their house? No birthday cards. Uh, I pay for my lawn guy with a with a check in the mail. You write a check. You send checks. Yeah, he won't. He won't. He won't do the Venmo stuff. I'm, first of all, also you have you have a lawn guy. First off, you've seen my yard, and if I can get that bad boy cut for twenty five dollars, it's well worth it. Well I, worth it. I thought I always thought you were kind of like you 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 were like with Mike making fun of me by having the lawn guy. And when did you finally come? Well, around? yeah, you're. I mean, no no offense, my my lawn is a little bit bigger than yours. No, my backyard. Well, no, our backyard. My backyard's pretty good size though. I mean, I I could pull up both of our acreages here and. In a matter of seconds, if you prefer. I mean, I, I. It's a little bit bigger. It's it's a little bit bigger, and that's okay. Your house is bigger, but it's just more that my yard is kind of complicated. You've well, got that little draining well that goes along in the side. Yours also is on like a hill, kind of. Yeah, a little, yeah, slanted, yeah. It's a little slanted. The front yard's really easy. You could probably cut my front yard. Yeah, your front yard's as small as my front yard. I think my backyard. I, I, we might have to do that on the break. I won't make them look, listeners listen to you look up that one, but I might have to take it. I'd like to take a good shot at the, our backyard's acreage. <laughs> How do you know what's part of the yard and what's part of the house? It's all part of the yard. Okay. Well, so I mean, the you, house just takes up a part of the yard. <laughs> well, you can look that up at the break, but we did tease something and to go with the music that is, you don't know how it feels until this year. You've never known how it felt. To be able to buy alcohol at a UK sporting event, Terry, the the top button has been undone. It's kind the, of an old. The, we already talked about it. The on shirt roll has call. been it's, untucked. It's a little bit of an old topic. It's not that old. But what I would say is, 
Did you rejoice when you heard the news? It's, yes. I mean, but it was a long time coming. But I, I, I said I wasn't going to be grouchy or be kind of sarcastic about how long it took. It's just best that they eventually figured it out. Because I did, for the longest time, I did not think that Mitch Barnhart was ever going to do it. I thought if he's the athletic director at UK, there's not going to be alcohol sales. Because when the SEC said, hey, when, and when was that? Back in like 18 now, maybe? No, the, over, over, it was 19. It was 19 when the SEC said, listen, it's up to you all. It, it's no longer a conference policy. It's up to the schools. If you all want to sell alcohol, you can. And at that point, I think it was about split, uh, maybe just a, a little under split of schools who did it in year one. They just instantly like, yeah, we did it. And then pretty much everybody by year two did it with, I think, three exceptions. I think it was maybe Alabama, Georgia, and Kentucky, maybe South Carolina. Maybe that was the fourth. But at that point, it was like, uh, what are you going to say? Uh, you, you could... The first year it was, oh, it's just too close to the season. We don't have time to do this. The second year. Which was lame in its own right. Totally lame in its own right. I mean, he was just trying to kick the can down the road for as long as he could, hoping that it wouldn't turn into a big deal. A popular game when he was growing up. And UK's big issue was if you just don't want to have alcohol at the games because you're Mitch Barnhart and you don't think it's good, that's fine. The issue was that if you were in the suites Mm -hmm. or you were in premium seating, you had access to it. And if you were the 97% of the rest of the crowd, you did not have access to it. And that just was wrong to do. Same went for basketball at Rupp Arena. You could go under the arena. They had little bars. If you were part of the uh, of a special K-Club membership or whatever it was. Um, but not the average fan. The average fan, you didn't have access to it. And then he just would come out with terrible reasoning and rationale that it's a, it's a proximity to the field slash court thing we don't want alcohol that close to our student athletes give me a break um he said that he's thinking of the children he he worried about the family friendly atmosphere of games where they serve alcohol as if this hasn't been going on for over 100 years in america where there's been alcohol at sporting events it was all just bogus and at the end of the day he just needed to come out and say i don't like it i don't want it rich people get it because they pay us more money and you all are just kind of have to live with it. But he'd always dance around it, and that's kind of what ticked me off. But they did it. They did it for baseball. They did it a trial run at Kentucky Proud Park, which what, what did you all end up making a super regional this year? Or did they? Where did they? Oh, good where did Lord. They, where Your did they second finish? one in ever in school history. I'm just answer the question. And you still haven't even won What's a game in a super regional. Answer the question. We won just as many super regional games as you did, yes. You can't win them if you're not there. Nah. What? Uh, you can't win them when you're there. We've won as many college world series as U of L. You've never even been to uh, one. We've won as many as you have. You're 0 and 4 lifetime by in your, super uh, regionals. Uh, by your logic, we've we've won as many as you have. It's not logic, it's fact on this one. What's so what round <laughs> did you have? I, I didn't I didn't keep up with old Dan McDonald had a farm. Where did he end up going? Yeah, what, where did you you didn't make the tournament? He did charity this year by letting someone else go. Weren't you guys ranked number two in the country at one point? Again, charity. The man is a saint. The man would give his own blood up, and he's so he just to be nice. He's like, you know what? And then didn't he blame like uh, not making the the tournament on the facilities not being nice enough? Well, he's not blame that. Josh, I'm just kidding Josh about heard, that part. Josh heard the the, the legend in, in 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 training was like, "Hey, uh, it looks like you need some new help. You need some new facilities here. They're not they're not picking up. Not everybody, you know. We, we got to 
keep up with the Joneses, as you like to say. And, you know, now, unlike most SEC teams, we're not going to start gambling on ourselves, uh, the degenerates that you guys are down there. But, you know, we're going we're gonna to put the money into the stadium, put, in, put the money into the facilities. We're losing players left and right in the top ten of the draft every year. So, so, I mean, we've had to do something to convince them to come here instead of going to the major leagues. Which, by the way, another one of our players who was a number one pick in the draft just last year, Henry Davis, being called up already to the, the uh, Pirates. You don't have to worry about Dan McDonald leaving U of L. <sighs> you bet. You know, he you, ain't going nowhere. You wish he'd leave. I hope the Batcats can have more success in baseball. This past year is fun. I can see why U of L fans have gotten so invested in it. Uh, it's good to have a good team. I do. I do want to win a super regional game someday, though, Trevor. It's on. That that would be fun. Need to get one in, in Lexington, though. That, I think that's part of it too. And a little bit of bad luck too. You got paired up as the 12 seed with LSU. What happened with that LSU thing, too? By the way. What do you mean? Well, what was with the Saturday game? It was supposed to start at like noon, and it was going to be like two, and then it was going to be like six, and it was going to be eight, and it was ten. Talked to Mike Rutherford about that at the picnic. Uh, they just put, they, they, they pushed it back because their ace pitcher Skeens. They didn't want him to start with a chance of a storm coming in the area and knocking him out after two innings or something, which would have been great if that did happen for UK. Instead, it didn't, and UK lost fourteen to nothing. Did you even score in Super Regional? We did. Okay. Uh, they, UK played better than they did on Sunday. Um, just couldn't take advantage. Left a ton of man, men on bases, and then had three solo home runs, which is just somewhat bad luck. Uh, well, it's a good thing you were allowed to drink. Well, it was at LSU, and they've been drinking for a long time there. <laughs> long time. Since Gary Leonardo was recovering. But it was a fun baseball season, yeah. uh, and L, I'm sure, will be back. But no doubt, no doubt an underwhelming season. Are you worried about the sales of alcohol being allowed now? And, in, in, for example, let's just com- say Commonwealth Stadium. We're not worried about Rupert later, but in Commonwealth Stadium, we'll make it stricter in terms of people trying to sneak alcohol in. Ooh, good question. Because hmm. a lot of people are I don't still know. Sneak. I, I would say I mean, no, because UK has. I'll, I'll give this to their credit. They have been, if you get caught sneaking something into a UK game, you're, you probably deserved it. I've only heard of like one person who got ultra search for no good reason, and they eventually found something that like you wouldn't think they would have found. But Ooh. I know, well, just like, you know, like had a cane and like was like tapping the person like up and down their legs with the cane, which I've never seen that. Be- I've gone to so many UK football games, uh, especially over the last decade plus, but I've never seen that they are as lax kind of as it gets when it comes to that sort of stuff. You've got to really be a dingus to get caught. They were back in my going to games days as well. Back in my old college days, it was just like wear long socks and just stick as many beers in your socks as you could and wear like, you know, not your tightest pair of pants ever. And that would be a good way. How many can you fit in like your waistline with a big coat over you? I mean, I would just wear my cargo shorts and just just put a pint in each cargo pocket. I don't even know if I bothered even trying to be sneaky with socks and waist. I was just like, put them in the cargo pockets, in the back pocket. and uh, I usually didn't take in beers. Good. I usually just took in pints. I do. That's, a, that's actually something I hadn't really thought about. But I'll be interested that first game if I notice the difference in the way they kind of search people, which I won't really care now at this point. Because if you – and I, I get it. It's like $10 for a crappy beer. That's no. not the most ideal situation. But it's just – that's My issue was they weren't giving the average fans the choice to spend $10 on a crappy beer. Now that they have the choice, if they want to be stricter at the gate, 
so be it. I still think people, if they want to find ways to sneak stuff in, they will. U of L, they seem a little stricter at U of L games, but I know a lot of people at U of L games that sneak stuff in too. So I think for the UK fans that want to keep continuing to have their own choices of what they want to drink and not have to pay stadium pricing for it, I think you'll be okay. Again, unless you're a total dingus. I'm assuming you say crappy beer, you're talking about Bud Light, right? Because y'all hate Bud Light. Why do we hate Bud Light? UK hates Bud Light. Why does UK hate Bud Light? Because Kid Rock told him to. Why I don't remember UK <laughs> making a statement on Bud Light one way or another. In Kid Rock, like your your most famous like alum. Kid Rock, no, you're thinking of <laughs> Ashley Judd, but they get you get easy to get those two confused. They, I mean, yeah, I didn't know there was. What wonder who UK's most famous alum is. Is did, did, Ashley, did Ashley Judd actually graduate from UK? I, don't, I think so. Okay. Because I, I didn't know if she was maybe like a fan. Cause like, you could say, with Louisville, you could say maybe Jennifer Lawrence, but I don't think she actually went to UofL. I don't think she went to UofL. Yeah. I don't think she even attended, let alone, like, graduated. List of University of Kentucky alumni. Because there's a part of me just wondering, <laughs> like, would it be, just be maybe Anthony Davis? Or would it be, like, you, an athlete? You can't be, like, you have to eliminate sports for that, right? I don't know if you if they were the most famous. Maybe not. I mean, no, because uh, more often than not. list isn't uh, because more often than not, you're like when you, sports doesn't always like we may be the most famous sports athlete to us doesn't transcend to like the average like normal person. Yeah, you can say or, the same thing about like a politician. Well, I would definitely say about politicians was why I think movie stars is the going to be the the answer to go to in either or. A lot of a lot of politicians. I mean, Louisville would be like what? Uh, what's the the dude that was on the Supreme Court? Brandeis, I think. The one the law school's named yeah, after. I mean, that would probably uh, again. I'm not uh, Michael Eaves, Tom Hammond. Those are two names. Tom those Hammond, are, the former Georgia Tech player. No, the radio broadcaster oh. or the the broadcaster, TV <laughs> broadcaster, I should say. I didn't know he went to UK. Sure did. Um, I, I'm having a tough time finding a like just entertainment alumni, which I think would be probably your best bet no, the, the, the one guy didn't, is a big UK fan but Steve Zahn saying or whatever he didn't go there though yeah so you're asking me if these people graduated from UK and I, I have no clue um, for most of them probably not yeah, prob- UK prob- probably not too too strict <laughs> academically for some of these people nobody goes there um, an astronaut Story Musgraves <laughs> you're making that name up David Horace Clift. He's the president of the American Library Association. What's his middle name? Horace. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Thanks, it's something else. <laughs> Texter on the Thornton's text line says, Hi, gang, TJ. I know you're a big United States men national team follower. Interested uh. to know your takes on the team retaining Greg Burhalter. It seems like the team has played well while he's been gone. How does it impact... Reina and for and going forward, excuse me, hoping the team has the right guy in place for the 2026. Interested to hear your feedback. Take care. That's PC Fry Guy from Newport, Rhode Island. Is that a golf question? No. The uh, United States men's soccer team pertains to the men's soccer team, actually. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I prob. I mean, that is- we are the CompaCath champions, Ra- or Roush, Trevor. Whoa. <laughs> Roush had just Roush had texted me and I just pulled up my phone and it was still there. So sorry. Why is he texting not coming on the show? Uh, he wanted to let me know that he also went to the Sandpiper as a little kid. Okay. So just some good old fashioned Sandpiper talk. <laughs> I wonder if we ever ran into each other at some point down there. But did you watch it? The Compacast Compacast Nations League. I didn't know it was League? on last night. 
right when the kind of golf was ending, which I did, we still haven't talked about, I, I, but we will. I did, we will. God, God help us. Um, I didn't. I didn't know it was on. I don't think I watched really much sports this week. I didn't know anything was going. Why didn't you text me and let me know? Chris Richards got the scoring started in the 12th minute, and the United States never looked back. That's right. That's what we do. Beat the snot out of Mexico Mexico. on Thursday. Did you talk about that game on Friday with Rutherford? We did bring it up briefly. It got ugly. Yeah, Mexico was, I guess, using some some chants that weren't so friendly, and as a result, uh, they're not happy that we've taken control and command of this this region in, 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 in soccer. Yeah, it's like the UK U of L rivalry, really one sided between us and Mexico right now. Trevor's cracking up. I mean, I'm cracking no, up. No, but United cr- States is on fire right now. It's like a fun time to be a United States soccer fan. And the Greg Burhalter aspect of it all is interesting. They all just need, like, get in a room, get a good old fashioned sit down. A lock in at the rec center is how South Park would handle something like this. Get everybody together and just. Figure this stuff out because it is way too fun right now. The talent is too good to let some petty nonsense ruin this. Although I've got a bad feeling that, like, I, I don't knowing the the well, I should when I say knowing the backstory, I could certainly learn more about it. But everything I've read about this backstory is not pretty with Burhalter and Rainia, and I hope that they can figure it out. Burhalter so, the manager. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. Mike wasn't very happy about that hire, but they 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 so they he he's been the manager for a little exactly, bit. Exactly, yeah, stepped I mean, away. Um, just make it all happen. It's too good. It's too good to mess up. And if there's any inkling that the players just collectively aren't gelling, then make a change. Make a change. It's fine because things right now are going pretty well. Another texter on the Thornton's text line says. I need to know Nick's opinion on Trevor's opinion of not liking The Prestige when he didn't finish it. A movie with one of the biggest twists and best endings. Trevor thinks he can give an opinion on this without seeing it. We love Trevor, but sometimes he deserves the call-outs. asking Nick. You're not Nick. You're, you're TJ. I am. I am TJ. So first of all, that text release is all like credibility right there. Right off the bat, he can't get the names of the people right. So, I mean, who am I? I've never seen The Prestige for what it's worth. <laughs> and I didn't finish it. I'd, I'd, I'd seen just bits and pieces of it and probably not even a whole half of it. And I I said that when I said it. I'm just not a fan of Christopher Nolan movies. I did see one, it's the only one he's done that I haven't. Well, I guess, yeah, I got to. I got all the way through Batman Begins finally. That was tough because that movie sucked. But you uh, do have a tendency to say things suck without watching them, and no. you'd have to understand that that's that's probably not fair. Well, I I mean I can say I don't like this movie. I I did say though I did I wasn't a fan of it because I did, but I didn't get it finished either. I mean I can say that, can't I? You can say whatever you want. And Would you it be better than do. me not saying that I didn't like it and I just didn't lie and said I finished it when I didn't? No, but I think you should finish it, and then you finish it, and then you say I finished the movie and I didn't like it. But when you don't finish it. Well, sometimes I don't want to. Like, I don't. I have no intention of going and rewatching Elvis. I, I couldn't get through it. It sucked. I couldn't. I, I after twenty minutes, I was just like, I can't do it anymore. This is boring. But you crush some of the later seasons of The Office when you haven't. No, seen them. I never crushed. I just said it, mm-hmm. I couldn't. It couldn't keep me to keep watching. I have even pointed okay. out. I've pointed out clips okay. that I've I seen. You crushed it before, but that's a more. I can get behind that take. That's fine. It wasn't as good. Yeah, it's, everybody would agree with that. I mean, it I does have moments though. There, and I've seen a few of those, and, and when I get caught on the, have you, have you done like me and Mike get caught on those reels, like the real? So you know those are just days. like TikToks. 
Yeah, is that what they are? That that's just like that was Instagram and Facebook's answer to TikTok was okay. We'll just do our own short little videos here. Yeah, those things are. So you usually, and I'm I'm not a big TikToker. Um, I don't have TikTok, but it either. can be a big time suck for sure. Well, the the reels, I I mean, I'll I'll, I'll be sitting there. And next thing I know, it's like two hours have gone by, and I'm like, I'm still just flipping. Yeah, through so these. you're just basically on TikTok, but okay. on a different platform. And then they make it so it goes to TikTok, and then about four months later, they they make their way to Instagram and Facebook. Oh, so you're you're seeing right what the kids me. were watching, you know, back in March and February. Well, hey, I'm improving then at this point, but I have seen like some of the newer. Don't you see some of those scenes, and you're like, you know, I may want to check this out. This is well, I've seen some of the scenes, and by far the best one's still Asian Jim, which I don't know what season that's from. But then again, I've also seen some that usually it's when I know, I don't know, it's just seeing them all just rotating managers. It just, it, I don't know if we can, I've tried. I have. I've restarted The Office multiple times, and all the way up to like season five, I love The Office. It just does fall kind of off a cliff to me. You didn't and, like Jim Carrey and the Finger Lakes? I never saw Jim Carrey on there, so I can't speak for that. Mm, it's kind of funny. I saw, you know, I've seen I've seen some clips of Will Ferrell on there, which didn't really move my needle. And I've seen, um, I've seen some where like I guess where Andy's a manager, and I've seen some where Dwight looks like he was in charge. Or uh, it just seems like the, it's 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 varied. And I have seen the ending. I know the ending now with the Dwight's wedding. And I thought everything. it was a good finale. The ending was very chokes you up, but. Uh, I just yeah. I mean, to me, the show I would have ended with with Niagara Falls wedding. That was the, the that was the ending to me. Yeah, well, they did great though. episode, and it was a great episode. Kevin uh, got Kevin almost got a full number. Mm-hmm. That's one of your favorite quotes. <laughs> I, got, I got five numbers, two more, and I could have called her. <laughs> <laughs> a texter on the Thornton's text line says, "I blew a point two eight my last time drinking and catching a DUI." That's 625 day, 625 days of sobriety like I did. I hope that Bob Huggins gets help. Kentucky Krogue. That's awesome. Well, the uh, .28 is just incredibly, incredibly dangerous, but not anything that you don't know, Kentucky Krogue. That being said, 625 days of sobriety is awesome. Good for you. I know that uh, it, it's, it is not always easy, and... Uh, Good on you for, for getting, like you said, you got the help you needed. Hopefully Bob Huggins will as well. Scrolling through the trending topics of Twitter today, this one's intriguing. A Titanic tour submarine has gone missing. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this? I have. And a rescue operation is the way. The submarine, which holds up to five people, tours wreckage of uh, Titanic for upper 250000 per person. Two things. One, is that too much for a ticket? And two, if you could afford it, would you do it? No, absolutely not. Oh, I would. That'd be awesome to go on a like, tour around the Titanic. That'd be cool. As Titanic sunk in what? Eight, so, April twelfth. So this actually is. Is there any update on this on the submarine? I don't think so. This is one I just saw from like an hour ago. Because so this submar- submarine that does this, and it's you got to be super rich to do it. Oh yeah. I mean, you're going down twelve thousand feet. You're going down twelve thousand feet. I mean, it's just an unreal depth they to use, go down. They usually only send, like, the computer-operated cameras and stuff down there. They, normally, people don't go, right? Very, very rarely. Yeah. Very rarely. But this tour does it, and it's there's a reason it's so expensive, because the piece of equipment that gets you down there is so high-tech. And I think there's only, like, four or five people on that submarine. It said five. It's a, okay, it's five. Apparently, one is Hamish Harding, a U.K. billionaire. He's been announced. Sammy has confirmed he was on the submarine. So this is terrifying. They don't know where the submarine's at, and they can't contact it. And it hasn't, like, resurfaced. So you sadly 
expect or assume the worst. Fingers crossed that it's not. But can you, like, imagine a worse way potentially going than being 12,000 feet below the surface and something happening? I mean, the Titanic is taking victims 100 years after its last sinkage. It's kind of, I mean, Over it's, again, years, this it's, is like a kind of a sad thing. Well, but Titanic sink 1912, I think. There is some irony to all this. I mean, it's off of Newf, Newf, Newfoundland, by the way. Or is that where they took off from? It was 1912. It was? Way. It was April 12, 1912, right? It was the 14th. Oh, fine. It was the same week that Fenway Park opened. Really? That's crazy. That's what they at least I say in Fever. That. That's what they at least say in Fever Pitch, one of the best romantic comedies. When I was great movie. <laughs> and you wonder why his stamp of approval is, is not worth worth a, worth a poop. I'm a Red Sox fan. But You have to be, because it's the only way you would like that movie. It's a good movie. It and was a movie they clearly wrote for Adam Sandler and he was like, I'm too blocked for this now. Yeah, right. Peace out. And Jim Fallon's like Jimmy Fallon did a great I'll job. do it. I'm a suck up. <laughs> he did a great job. I used to be not a, a, not the. I don't think he's as good as he once was. I was I was kind of like I wouldn't say it was like uh, I was big into it, but I got kind of big into the Titanic stuff when I was a kid. Like that was something that, like really fascinated me as a kid. Like it I was had, like, because they showed a breast in the movie. No, this is before the movie came Trevor. out. Before the movie came out. Also, forget that you like how old were you when that movie came out? Oh, I was like sixteen. Yeah, seventeen. Yeah. I'm talking like I'm talking like so your first breast? No, I saw my first breast. No, that was in Porky's, and I saw much more than breasts. And then of course there's the half boob from Running Scared with Gregory Hines, which well that tape took took some took some pausing pain over the years. But uh, Titanic, I was like, it, like I don't know, this is like eight, nine, ten year old. Like it was just something I thought was like really cool. I don't know why I was like because I had like multiple like books on it, and that's how I can almost was very close to remembering the the, the exact date. Okay, impressive. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 when the movie came out, yes, I went and saw the movie. It sucked because some D-bag in line when we were going in, like, spoiled the ending for me. Like, it sinks. I'm like, what? But nonetheless, I still went in. <laughs> still went in the theater. Good one. And I uh, enjoyed that. I, is it bad of me to say, like, I don't... I think it's a bad rap. Like, Forrest Gump, too, sometimes, like, it was so popular, people, like, now think it's more cool to say it sucks. I like the movie Titanic. I think it's a fine movie. It's a little long. It's it is a little long. I think that's what most people would agree to. But it's good. Yeah, I, I think mean, most people just because of the cliches of you know, properly, King of the world. I think it's properly rated. I think sometimes it's one of those movies that gets cliched so much that over time and the short time of that is like people start like realizing they just don't like it and they just like oh that movie's I don't want to watch it. Oh God, I can't listen to another I'm King of the World crap and you know take my hand and all the other like cliches you see in the movie like and Forrest Gump I think gets that same rep. And both are, I think, really good movies. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you'd find too many people that disagree that those are good movies. A lot of people look at. I think you're arguing, you're yelling into the void. Ooh. I think it's hot takey for somebody to say that one of those two movies is not a good movie. That being said, Fever Pitch also should be in that category. <laughs> think about this, Trevor. No, Invincible. They write that's a, a good movie. They write a movie. <laughs> they've got it all figured out. The the Red Sox are gonna their season's gonna lose, but he's gonna come to the realization that it's just a sport, and he's gonna be with uh, uh, what's her name, Drew, Drew Barrymore. Barrymore, Drew Barrymore. But then the Red Sox keep winning, and they're like, all right, well, we just need to keep filming, 
And boom, you get this whole new ending with the Red Sox winning the World Series. They get to go out on the field in St. Louis in 2004 and celebrate with the team. They've got like footage of the whole thing. They get to be at the parade. They got footage of the whole thing. That's pretty cool. You don't get that in cinema all that often, where quite literally the story is changing in a non-documentary, where a story is changing in real time. The deleted scene, though, that they cut out is when Jimmy Fallon goes off the field in the locker room and finds Johnny Damon tapping Drew Barrymore. <laughs> and, and he's like, what happened? I'm okay with it. You're, you're Johnny Damon. Instead, they just do the scene where they see them out to dinner. And they're like, this is probably more <laughs> PG. This is more of what we're looking for. Well, I told you they cut the scene. Because the scene is all about how, like, oh, they're regular people, too. But you know what? That scene with Drew Barrymore would... <laughs> That could work. He went instead of That's getting not mad, a deleted scene. Everybody, he, he, he sneaks away and goes to steal Kurt Schilling's sock. He's like, "Where's it at? Where's it at?" <laughs> was it the same, that was the same playoff, wasn't it? <laughs> was it the bloody sock game? Like Kurt Schilling's bloody sock. That was the same, same series. Okay, I forget. It was the O four series, right? It was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, the big blue wall just got a little bit bluer and a little bit bigger. <sighs> Trevor's going to break down the Jaden LaFontan commitment. Break it down like our defensive line is going to break it down in December. Well, he's uh, he won't be on the team this year because he's a wow. 20, he's already been kicked off he's, already. He's a 2024 kid. Oh wow, he's just got time to decommit once he realizes the mistake he's made. Trevor's going to tell you everything you need to know about UK's newest offensive lineman football commitment. I will. You're not going to believe this analysis when we return on the Mike Rutherford Show with TJ Walker and Trevor Kelsey. To the point. Let's roll another joint and turn the radio loud. I'm too long to be proud. You don't know how it feels. You don't know how it feels to be me. Mike Rutherford show. Mike Rutherford on vacation, so we'll have a non-Mike Rutherford week on the Mike Rutherford show. I don't know. This feels like a Rutherford show already. Trevor, we talk about everything but sports. I think it's playing best of shows tomorrow and Wednesday. I might just come here and talk for three hours by myself. You should. I'm not. People want to hear what you have to say. No, they don't. Are you too? Yeah, they do. Are you too scared? No, I just don't think anybody's. It's not very interesting. Uh, if I'm driving home from the golf course on Wednesday, when we are going to be playing at Park Mammoth, then we want you to join us down there. You want me to join you? I, well, uh, you can ride the cart like you did at Chariot Run that one time. That was fun, didn't you? You had a good time. I had a good time. Yeah. Okay, on the news of the Titanic. This, this oh, hold on. Okay. We're doing, we're, we're going, just, you're so antsy. Yeah. That you've heard that from the ladies before, huh? <laughs> it's it's odd. You think they'd be upset that I'm quick and done, but they're like, get it over with. You're gonna be. We're gonna be at park in Park City, Kentucky, Park mm-hmm. Mammoth. It's only uh, I think Kentucky Krogue actually sent it in, but 
Uh, I think it's only an hour and 20 minutes from downtown Louisville. So that's pretty cool. Real easy drive. Come out, say hello to us, and show, show us how much better at golf you are than us. Uh, so that we got that going on. So Trevor probably doing the best of shows, although I really think you should consider just coming would in. Would you rather me do that or come down to Bowling Green with you? I, I would rather you probably, well, Ooh. Bowling Green Tuesday night, and then you come back and you do the show Wednesday. You're going to Little Miley Baseball Tuesday night. We actually may not now. Why not? Because it looks like it's going to be storming. Oh, no. And one thing we're not going to do is go wait in a rain delay for a minor league baseball team. <laughs> no, not for a you mean you wouldn't wait in a rain delay for a single-age uh, affiliate of the Tampa Bay Rays? They had the opportunity to make us throw out the first pitch, that, at which point we wouldn't miss it. But <laughs> now the, the baseball game is semi-up in the air because it may rain. I wonder if I'll ever get offered to do a throw out a first pitch somewhere. I bet you, you just keep riding Rutherford's coattails, and I think it could happen, buddy. I didn't even get invited to the kickball game with Jack Harlow. You, I had to, like, crash oh, yeah, it. yeah, you did. That was kind of sad. Here yeah. Me, like, look for a pity invite there. But, hey, it worked. <laughs> Thanks. No, I mean, it worked. You did it. You did it. I did make it, yeah. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> but Rutherford, he's, you know, the Reds love him. They're sending him all the Oh, they're sending him jerseys, and, yeah, he's and getting And what does he do? He goes and just decked out in Yankees gear the next game he gets a chance <laughs> no, to go to. So heartless. By the way, the Red Sox swept the Yankees. Did good. Blue Jays just lost to the Rangers in the two, two out of three. And then one day you're going to get Roush. One day you're going to probably get Scoots. And is, Roush, I, is Roush actually going to come in or is he just going to try to do it like remotely? He better come in. He's, I came in. You did. You don't think I wanted to? Well, he's got two home? kids to your one. So, <laughs> by the way, sometimes Roush. But the Albert, but, ever but two wife kids, is on he, summer vacation, so he, he, doesn't, he, has, he doesn't have an excuse there. Yeah. He's there to cover for him. I'm kidding. I think he'll I'm come not. in the studio. <laughs> I'm calling him out. <laughs> uh, all right, what did you 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 got an update on the submarine? There's uh, a missing submarine. They're looking. They were going to do a tour of the Titanic, um, which that also people forget that like the Titanic sank in basically the middle of nowhere too. So yeah, it was it's it's off yeah. of uh, yeah in the middle of the Atlantic somewhere in the northern Atlantic. Um, yeah, and uh, apparently the, the the five people they are unfortunately still missing. This is uh, just like a few minutes ago. Uh, the submarine. Is assumed to be stuck in the ship's wreckage somewhere. Uh, I'm assuming it's just a guess. I mean, it'd be ironic if it hit an iceberg. Um, but it is. Uh, they said they have sonar planes looking for it. They've sent another another sub down there looking for it. They assume that they have roughly about 60 hours of air left for the people missing. Man, now this that's, makes, just, that's terrifying. Is are we at the point now where we start thinking about bringing back, bringing up the Titanic? I think they've talked about that. I don't think they can. Is they can't? Is that what it is? I think like it'd just be way too expensive to do it. And it what are you talking about? We just had a million dollars spent on tourist money to go look at it that are that are trapped down there. Yeah, but looking at it and then pulling it up are two different things. I think they'd have to like they'd have to get crews down there to basically cut it apart. To make it manageable enough where they could actually lift it. You can't just drop like two. And it's so deep that it's just unrealistic to do it. And seemingly, maybe not overly realistic to take tourists down there because now they're lost. That's a, a scary thing about them being lost, too, is that like they're going to be able to get boats there and get other help out there to them. But it's going to probably take a little bit. And two, 
you're going to go look down there, and if they're not there, where are they? And if I'm not, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the Titanic, the, Terrifying. Two, the two parts are pretty far apart. Like, I want to, because just over time and when they sunk, I want to say one part of the ship is, is, is could be miles away from the other one. Oh, I didn't know that. I, 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 might, figure, I figure it was all just right there. Because when they break, I mean, they they float and they just kind of they drift a little bit. And as time has gone on, I mean, on the bottom of the sea, they drift. Yeah, I thought the Titanic was I feel was like pretty, I read that somewhere. but pretty, like... Yeah, where it was is where it was, which is, of course, 400 miles southeast of the new Finland coast. Is that where they are? That's where they said. That's what the article says. It is to uh, where the Titanic sank. By the way, let's, let's try to keep getting at the Thornton's text line. One texter says, submarine alien abduction. They found an alien base on the ocean floor. That's another thing, Trevor. Like, it'd be good for, like, a Wednesday radio show, you know? Oh, no, they're, but, they're like 2,000 feet apart in their mind. Sorry. The alien stuff is wild. Oh. What are we talking about? How, how did I get to aliens now? Have you been keeping up with all the alien stuff going out no, there? The whistle, the whistleblower? Who actually, oh. I know somebody that went to high school with the whistleblower. You, I, this is your wheelhouse because you believe in aliens. You think it's all it's all true and ghosts and what? what How self centered do you have to be, Trevor, to think that we're alone in this world? Why don't you test me and ask me right now? In this in this <laughs> in this universe, let's find you know, out. The, let's talk about it. The universe is far. Space has no end, as far as we know. We think we have an idea, but you don't think somewhere out there. There could be other life. No, Julie Garland. I do not think somewhere out there. That's a wild take. Just to think for as it, it, you can't even wrap your brain around the concept that like we don't know where space ends. So I saw. I can believe that. The if you had a globe of okay. of the world. All right. How far do you think the moon would be from that globe? In like. If you sized it down. Well, past experiences on this show has proven that this is not my area of expertise. So supposedly... Being the, the fact I thought New York, this, the moon was the size of Texas. Supposedly the moon is like three inches from a globe and an easier way to understand how close the moon is to Earth. It's farther than three inches, isn't it? And then Mars would be 30 feet. So like getting to Mars is going to be challenging. But then, Trevor, think of this globe... It goes on, it goes well past 30 feet. It goes on forever. It goes on for miles. And you don't think somewhere in that, if sizing it all down, that there couldn't be life somewhere else out there? I guess maybe, but we're not going to find it. We supposedly have found it. Did you see the Las Vegas video? No, I've not seen the Las Vegas video. Where you see literally something on police body cam footage drop down. Moments later, they get a 911 call of somebody who is just clearly, like, worried that they're losing their mind, saying, like, I'm looking at 8 to 10-foot creatures. They're in my backyard. A spaceship crashed here. This is all, this was a Las Vegas newscast that did all this. Mm. Aliens are here. Something's up with aliens. Or the government just wants to distract us, and aliens are, like, a convenient thing to kind of keep us busy oh there's some kind of aliens like casino opening up and they're just doing but advertising i think something's up trev oh the moon is 230 238 million miles away 
That was a who wants to be a millionaire question. Was it really? Yeah, the guy who called his dad to win the million dollars. Yeah, I think yeah. that was the question. Maybe it was the son that they asked. So but it was something with space and distance, and he knew what it was. That's good. I would never guess that. Um, well, I'm not so real. sure you'd win Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I, I'd probably win it now. Like, oh, my gosh. Scoots the other day was so embarrassing, Trevor. He talked about how he used to play the deal or no deal video game on, like, his PS2 <laughs> just for hours on end. I was like, did it ever get boring? Sco- people think he I'm He said a, he just liked the hot girls with the briefcases, though. People think I'm a weird character. Scoots is like a whole nother. There's an alien of a different culture that I get compared to me. That's one theory is that we are the aliens, that there's another civilization here before we got here and we wiped them all out. Like the Native Americans? No. <laughs> Dinosaurs? There's this whole, there's a, there's wormholes, Trevor. What are you working into it? That being said, we've supposedly, it, with, We've explored more of our galaxy than we have our own ocean floors. Do you believe that? Yeah, we can't find people lost in the Titanic right now. But we've like <laughs> we've charted very little of the oceans because it's hard and there's not really a financial incentive to do it. I forget where I heard. So there's more financial incentive for just saying space. Yes. Yeah, there is. That's why. That's why people. It's profitable. That's why. That's why Trump built an army to defend us from it. We've got the space force. What are you waving at? There's a. a believe it or not, there's a bug in this room. <laughs> I was like, what are, you, are you trying to tell me a signal or something? <laughs> you see, if, we, if this is next week and we had the YouTube cameras in here, you would people would have seen that. They're coming next week. I hear next week. That's when they're going to get here. Why are you all doing the show in here, by the way? What's going on at the other place? Because the other, we don't have an automation system. We have to do it here. It's the only thing we can do the show. <laughs> is there an expiration date on this place? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but we're still we're saying like what happens like, then? like the carton of milk. Like we we're, we're still giving it a sniff, and we think it's okay still. Oh, but we're, this place smells horribly. Is, if we're going with the sniff <laughs> analogy, we're we're well past. We're, we're, no, no, we're still. If you ever drink spoiled milk, I mean, we're not at sour cream level yet, but. We're, I mean, we're getting our cottage cheese. We're getting there. So this texture thinks that potentially and there are theories that, like, the ocean floor where aliens go. and that It's because uh, we haven't explored correct. that. Correct. And the whistleblower who has talked, you know, he's like a, he's an old, he's an army. He's not old. He's just a little bit older than I am. I hope I'm not old. But a little bit. He's a, he was in, I forget what, for, what, what affiliation in the army he was in. Um, but credible guy. And uh, he said that they can go in air, they can go underwater, that like their vehicles are just things that we can't even wrap our brains around. And the U.S. government has some of those vehicles, and other governments do as well, according <laughs> to him. So, little aliens. So, him you believe is credible. I make one reference to something, you're like, he's making it up, people. What, would, what did I say that you were making it up? I had a lot of stuff already earlier today. You, you, you challenged almost everything I've said. That's not true. Just that, your U of L garbage. There's another one right there. You challenged. You just challenged. You denied challenging what I say by challenging what I just said. Texture says <laughs> aliens, omnipotent orcas. All the government psyops to distract us from all the BS going on. Have you heard about the orcas? Or the, did the orcas do something to the submarine? The, the Orca Wells? Is the Malaysian airline flight involved in this at Is all? Payback for SeaWorld? 
Orcas in like I think like the Mediterranean or somewhere over around there are attacking boats. And what they figured out is it's like a pod of orcas, and the lead, it's this one orca who they think got caught up in like a boat rudder or got injured by a boat. I got a bad crew. Or a, or a <laughs> <laughs> started hanging out in the Dead Sea area with some bad orcas. He didn't get invited to the top tier <laughs> Sea World. He got a minor league Sea World contract. He never got him. His Sea World took his it took his grandfather. He's been bitter ever since. But these orcas are attacking boats, and they, like, have sunk boats. They have sunk boats, but they don't, aren't trying to hurt the people after, like, the boats are sunk. Oh, well, that's... They the, just let, like, so the people like a, get on their little dinghies and get out of here. <laughs> that's what a little boat's called. Oh, should have known. Um, should have known. Wow, this is... This is, first of all, making you sound less credible about aliens. And second, uh, so you're telling me there's a gang of... of <laughs> Of, of orcas in, in in the deep Atlantic Ocean that are attacking boats, but boats only, and allowing the people to get away on their dinghies. When you hear like gang attire, <laughs> I'm picturing them like West Side Story. That's what I was wondering. Like, I'm on, you know, you I'm could go. I'm picturing them like, snapping their fingers. You, you were going like bandana and like saggy pants. You were, yes. I, you know, my brain went to that too. I'm like, the orca comes out like, you in the Atlantic now, Holmes? <laughs> you done messed up. This is our hood. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Two one. Aliens, orcas. <laughs> Mike's never allowed to leave town again. Unfortunately, he's gonna come back. And the show's been canceled. This texter also <laughs> says, shout out to Racing Louisville, who got the dub against Gotham. 2-0 yesterday on CBS. Fun team to watch. Uh, I'm just glad they're scoring goals, because last year they did not do that. I'm they, glad they beat they Gotham, because it makes me mad that a team takes a name after a, fix, a fictitious city. I'm saying they don't exist. It's Gotham. Come on, dude. Didn't UofL have the Ville on their jerseys? The Ville is just short for Louisville, though. Yeah, Gotham's Gotham is just short that's for a Gotham City. Yeah, but there's no sense. No, is there a Gotham City really? <laughs> and now I'm saying it like, I feel like one of those like one of those blind spots people have. Like, North Pole doesn't exist, or you know, <laughs> there's like, not or, a Gotham or, in the United or, States. Orcas can't be a gang. Uh, it's cool that they were on CBS. I was admittedly watching the golf, but just flipping it over and seeing that was neat. Uh, they gotta find a way to get more people out to those games. And I know Mike Rutherford's doing a great job of that. Uh, but it's a good team. Like that's a it's a it's a yeah. good squad. I think one thing that they should consider is not. I get that like seven o'clock is an easier time for people that want to buy beers and do that stuff. They need to think about more kid friendly times because seven can sometimes seven thirty that can be tough. Uh, speaking just for me, I would love to take the baby out there. Not that I think the me and the baby are racing Louisville's target audience necessarily, but seven makes it tough. I know that 5.30, you're probably not maybe going to get as many beer drinkers out there, but it doesn't seem like they're really getting those right now anyways. So they got to get more people. It's a fun team. They deserve people to show up. Lynn Family Stadium's awesome. Trevor still hasn't been there. Really got, grinds my gears that he doesn't oh, go out. I've been to Lynn Family, technically. I've been there. When it was being constructed. I, I, did, I said technically. Made for a great picture of Trevor in a hard hat. I'm not sure where it is. You've got to have it still, don't you? Didn't you have it on your phone, or is it on mine? It was our KRC fan page for a while. But apparently the leader of the Orca gang is called Gladys the Killer Whale. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're being beat up by a gang of girls. 
I mean, seriously. Do you think that, what was her name again? Gladys. Do you think Gladys would be a greaser? No, Gladys is definitely. She's one of the socials? No, that's a 50s name. Like Gladys has has the cigarette pack rolled up in her sleeve. Yeah, but those were the two gangs in the Outsiders. Oh, it was, the Greasers and I think the Socias. No, the outs. Oh, the Outsiders. I was to say I, I was. It was the Hawks. It was. It was the Sharks and the. Uh, that's that's West Side Story. Are you just though. thinking of other sea animals? No, I'm thinking. No, <laughs> no West Side Story. The Sharks and something else. The Jets. I forget the Outsiders. You know, I've never actually seen Outsiders all the way through. Uh, I read Outsiders before I saw it. I can. When's the I, last time you read a book? Like what? Define what's a, a, a novel, a book, I mean, not that, like a catalog, or like the website, or a dinner, or menu. the Arthur R. Cargo and the Independent. Oh, I'll give you Cheesecake Factory menu. That is a book. I've never. That is a book. That is pretty long. Yeah, That's but I've only joke. gone through DoorDash. And I like this place, but BJ's their menu way too long. Um, yeah, it's been too long for that in more ways than one. Uh, I'm gonna say. I want to say, I guess the last time I read a book was maybe the day after tomorrow. Mm. And not the one that they turned into a horrible, awful movie. So Wednesday, you read a book last Wednesday? This upcoming Wednesday no, you read a book? the book was called The Day After Tomorrow. I read it on the way back from, from, uh, from uh, I, had, I had to read it because it, it was the last time I went to, to Gulf Shores. That movie was horrible. I, I saw was, it in God, theaters. It I was so, so excited about it. It was so bad. Um, I was one of those I almost walked out of, but I didn't. No, we were in Gulf Shores. This was uh, fifteen, and I I'd gone down there listening to my Walkman. Had some CDs, but when we were down there, a young lady stole most of my CDs, uh, and so I ended up just reading this book on the way back. But she took my virginity, so I, I'm not too mad okay. at her. But, uh, but the, the, the texture says Gladys is a is a beatnik, which I'm not familiar <laughs> with that term. <laughs> but. A quick Google search says a young person in the 50s and early 60s. Yeah, like a goatee, would have a goatee, a soul patch, probably, mm. yeah. Okay. Um, Watch out for Gladys there. I mean, Gladys is a 50s name too, right? So what in, What? What are you more interested in, the submarine, aliens, or Gladys the orca? Um, Which one will you maybe do more research on when oh, you get home the, tonight? Oh, the, the Titanic stuff. Okay, the submarine. Yeah, I'm, I probably will forget about the aliens before this segment's even done. <laughs> and odds are I will vaguely remember the Orca gang, but probably just primarily because it'll make me kind of want to go watch Gangs in New York or something. Mm. That's another good well, one. Well, one texter says that they're very much here for the fever pitch discourse. <laughs> so, folks, I got some good news. We've got an entire another hour. You We're going to break down fever pitch scene by scene. We, I still Jimmy Fallon's greatest moments, Drew Barrymore's hottest outfits. <laughs> I thought her friends were even hotter in that movie. Who were the friends? Oh, one of that, one of his, uh, the like the rich kind of stuck up friend. Yeah, she is a babe. Yeah, one of them was. And I can't remember. I know because they're from other stuff. But I, Drew Barrymore looks. That, it, she looks good in that. Oh, she movie. was a good day. That yeah. was Drew Barrymore. She'd already she'd gotten cleaned up. She seems fun. She seems she was, like she'd yeah. be just like a fun person. I've but, seen her do some interviews. Seems what, like she's. But what? No five. Wasn't she and her like dating Tom uh, Tom Green uh, Green uh, Green phase at I don't that know. point? I was not up. To date with the, uh, I, I, I was 14 years old. You're 14 when we came out? I guess so, yeah. 
Final hour of Mike Rutherford show with TJ Walker and Trevor Kelsey. We're just getting through the world's biggest sports issues today. Uh, this is analysis you're not going to find anywhere else. We've got a whole other hour. Thornton's text line remains popping. We done, haven't done a great job getting to that. We will do much better I blame in you. this final hour. One more to go here on the Mike Rutherford show with TJ Walker and Trevor Kelsey. Them, like jump to the water right there. Like, Highway to the danger. This is what I'm picturing right now. <laughs> they find Andy Bernard's sailboat and they just take him down. One of the bad guy one, like the Raphael of the group, just like tail whips like a like a like a, like a little two dude cedar dinger. He's like, don't do that, Raphael. He's like, ah, I'm the bad one. Like are there four of them like the Ninja Turtles? Like, is it like they named after? <laughs> That'd be pretty terrifying. Uh, we're talking about a lot of kind Kill of scary, big, scary I mean. things today. They are confirmed. They're, they're, but they're not killing, so are they living up to their name? <laughs> they're, just a, they're just a clever name. I mean, Which animal? Are, are, are there good ones? This is like a Transformer thing in the ocean. Is there, is there some like Decepticon whales and then the bad ones? There's the good gangs? Are we, what, if we caught, like, what if you just happen to be on, like, on a cruise? And you're sitting on the the, the the edge of the cruise boat, and you're just chilling. You look over, and next thing you see is like, like an orca gang fight. Like, this, do they bring knives? Is it guns? What kind of, what kind of weapon do they get? Like rocks? Welcome back. It's the 5 o'clock hour. Mike Rutherford show. He's on vacation, sadly, for you. Today, you're stuck with TJ Walker and Trevor Kelsey, and it's been a lot of nonsense today. Trevor, let's actually do a sports radio topic. What did uh-huh. you think of the U.S. Open yesterday? I know you're a big golf guy. You just love sports down to their core. Uh, I think the U- it was it was an exciting open, uh, riveting. I thought the uh, I thought Rory and uh, and and Ricky and uh, and Tommy and and Jimmy uh, were you know were all in, very competitive. Um, I know that uh, it was Ricky won it right. No. No, 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 no. He got cheated out of it because at the end he, he was five over in the was, final round. He was five and over in the top of fifth place. That's what, was, fifth place, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Wyndham Clark did win it. I'll take it from here, buddy. That was uh, good analysis. I'll bury Wyndham. And that was probably the worst U.S. Open I've ever watched. Maybe both. one of my least favorite golf majors I've ever watched. With the exception of it being awesome that like at nine o'clock you were watching golf. Um, that was kind of cool. Primetime golf is fun. You get it every so often. 
that was kind of neat, although I don't love throwing the West Coasters a bone. But from a golf standpoint, I was down with that for the most part. But the coverage was terrible. Um, that was, they just often wouldn't show shots. They wouldn't tell you whose ball they were looking for. They would show a shot that went somewhere that it wasn't supposed to go, and then they wouldn't follow up on where exactly it landed. Uh, you had the Rory McIlroy, his ball getting embedded into the bunker. I'm happy Rory didn't win, for what it's worth. I don't really have anything against him one way or another. I, I, I think he's I think he's perfectly fine. But he was not hitting great shots, and he no. was getting lucky and getting rewarded or getting a friendly drop, or he'd hit it to the wrong fairway but end up getting just a totally clean look, which he did make the most of for what it was worth. I mean, he had to hit it off Frankenstein's fat foot. He had a ball get embedded above a bunker in this really tall grass, this fescue. And because it was in the earth, he was able to get a... It would have been, if his ball, quote-unquote, wasn't embedded, and it was just a lie in that grass, he would have had to have one foot in the bunker, one foot out of the bunker. He would have had to swing at it like Ellie De La Cruz with a baseball-type swing, and he would have just been lucky to be able to even poke it out or even for it to fall back in the bunker. He would have, it would have been a stroke at minimum with whatever he could do there. But instead, because it had broke the surface of the earth and was embedded, he was allowed a free drop that allowed him to basically hit from the fringe. That's a little, it, may, it was more rough, but it was not nearly as severe as it would have been had he had to play it where it lie. I'm glad he didn't win. I'm glad he didn't win. And it was such a star-studded leaderboard, Trevor jokingly saying some of the names, but actually getting some of them actually right. You were just waiting for Wyndham Clark to this 29-year-old that a lot of people don't know a lot about. The casual golf fan probably has maybe heard of him before, but wouldn't know anything about him if they did even hear about him before. And he holds them all off. Not even playing particularly great golf down the stretch, but he did enough. And his even round on Sunday was enough to win at 10-under. So he is your U.S. Open champion. First one. That's his first major. And uh, you'll probably be hearing more about him. He recently switched up his irons and has been playing a lot better golf lately. But before this year... Uh, hadn't really done hadn't really done much but uh, the leaderboard was great again I like it I like the drama of it I, like it should have probably been a much more memorable championship than it should have been the course stunk so Trevor they only had about 9,000 casual fans there the, at the U.S. Open well how would you define LA the country between casual and regular so they elected to they their whatever amount of tickets I think 16,000, 14,000. I may have these numbers off a little bit, so bear with me and you can correct me on the Thornton's text line all happily. Uh, I don't I don't have them in front of me right now. But I think they had around 23 to 25,000 tickets and 9,000 went to just like fans that would apply and could buy them online like you or me. But then 14,000 went to corporate sponsors. That's, where, like, the sponsors called, were allowed to give them to who they want, their employees, yeah, their it, business partners. It's called papering a crowd, yeah. It's, it's what the, it's, and it showed on TV. Like You see it in wrestling a lot. You wouldn't see a bunch of people events. there. Uh, L.A. Country Club is well-known for being fart-sniffy. You can't have your phone, like, on the premises. You can only have the phone either in your locker room or in your car in the parking lot. But you can't have it on the course. 
You can't do social media posts. They don't accept celebrities because they don't want it. That's not what it's about. And I just don't think they put on a very good show. I don't think they put on. I, I didn't really enjoy it. But it was. Uh, it didn't grab my board. attention either. So, <laughs> you know, and if, if golf doesn't grab your attention. Now, so speaking of, you are a golf guy, and we've talked about this on with. I've talked this with Mike. And are you okay with the the coming together with the live tour? The merger. Uh, were you anti live merger? Where, where, where do you stand on the live? I, I, I don't really care. It seemed like the live kind of played them and got what they wanted out of this whole thing, but I don't. It, I don't really care. Where do you, are you? That's uh, capitalism, baby. <laughs> what about the golf commissioner guy that's getting all the heat? Uh, I think he's just kind of a goober because yeah. of his earlier comments. Where if you're going to say that stuff, then you better not look like a hypocrite. And he did, but I don't. I don't really care. I didn't know the guy's name before all this. And Mahoney gonna, or something. I probably have already forgotten it. Yeah, I've forgotten it too. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, I can feel TJ's frustration through the speaker, remembering exactly why he doesn't do radio with Trevor anymore. Oh, whatever. I was. How'd you feel for me, texter? What about my frustration, my my anger? I've been doing Morse code for somebody to help me. I don't know if anybody's picked up on it. but Is that what was? That just said like a stroke or something. <laughs> I like I like doing radio with Trevor. No, you don't. Um, I do. I do like doing radio with Trevor. I, I try to get you on Kentucky Roll Call frequently. We're lucky to get you whenever we can. That being said, you can get off rails a little bit. I do think your love of sports has diminished over the years that I've known you. Have you seen Louisville the last five years? That And it makes sense. It makes <laughs> sense. I feel that way with a, a couple of my friends and people I know in my life and maybe even some family members. And I think that's part of it. And I think getting older, you know, your interests change from time to time. And I'm not saying you don't like sports. When the NFL rolls around, you'll be wearing the same yeah, Eagle shirt for five straight days. And, well, boy, will we smell it. But Still wearing one right now. Are you? I guess yeah, Eagles is the only thing that I haven't, like, lightened my obsession over maybe. I don't know. I disagree because you're going to see it in full force with the football team coming up. But, I mean, and you've seen it at full force before with the, with me and Louisville football. But. Because your your little UK domination hasn't been going on that long. You've known me long enough to when Louisville was dominating you. It but, wasn't like this though. <sighs> it wasn't like this. You know, Do- eh, domination's a domination. You know, it's, it's six and one. There's half been ebbs and flows. In there's this no, series. there's no level of degrees. Um, and and maybe 2025, you're <laughs> gonna get little Howard back possibly. But uh, but ba- I mean, basketball. There's a reason why to have like not get. I mean, I'm sorry. If, if I can't get inspired to watch us play and lose by 30, you know, I, I understand that. And but, I did. I watched every but, game last but year. you used to be a casual NBA fan. You're not anymore. Well, that's the NBA. Yeah, I'm not a fan. You but, don't often turn on just random college basketball, although you will. So yeah. I'll give you a little credit there. NFL, you'll watch pretty much all day Sunday. Yeah. Uh, plus you'll watch I, the primetime games I watch there. classic games during the week still. College football, you I don't do. watch a ton, but... Nah. You do probably watch more of that than any other college sport. We watch the classic Purdue Ohio State game. You're just a wrestling game. guy. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about well, it. Well, I do like wrestling, and I, and I watch wrestling. The, the AEW debuted their new show on Saturday, AEW uh, Collision, uh, on Saturday on TNT. It was a fun show. Uh, there's a great pay-per-view coming up on Sunday, Forbidden Door. I'm looking forward to that. But, uh, I mean, no, football, I, I haven't lost. I still watch casual football, college ball games. I still watch casual NFL games as well. But um, I guess, yeah, the, the one is really taking the biggest hits the NBA. And really since about 90, about, since about 1819, 2018, 2019-ish, 
I've just I've faded. I've I've slowly faded more and more away because it's just well, one the talent pool has is gotten worse over the years, and two it's just the, the style is just not my favorite. I get that. That's 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 fine. I I think it's fun. I like the parody at least. There's far too long where it was just like whatever team LeBron's on is going to be in the finals, and then it's going to be the Warriors. The NBA's or... never been known for parody, but it is now. I think and, there, and... I think there is now. And usually their worst times the last couple of years. And the the worst NBA eras have been when they're most they have the most parity. And that includes right now currently. I disagree. I don't think it's fun when you know what team's gonna win when the season starts, and that's far too often been the case. A texter on the Thornton's text line says Louisville won five games in a row. The current UK win streak is four. It's a series of shrieks. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, that it is. And it's also like a series of where the where the programs are too. Like where one program it's very rare where you'll have both programs both have high expectations at the same time in the same season. Usually one's kind of on its way down, one maybe is on its way up or vice versa. Um you just and ha, has there ever been a ranked UK UVL game? I mean ranked where we're both ranked? Yes. Uh there might have been maybe. Maybe we're both wasn't it the year that I got all cocky, and 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 y'all still y'all took spot in the woodshed. Uh, was it two years ago or something? I think weren't we both in like the late bottom top twenties? Twenty twenty one, I think UK was maybe twenty twenty one. But Texter, what I'll say is yes, U of L's won five in a row. But when they won five in a row, one was a seven point win, one was a four point win, and then two of them were fourteen point wins. Well, one of them we had to take knees because your coaching staff wouldn't quit whining about. It. We kept running up the score on you. Well, that was that wasn't during the five. Oh, that was during streak. our that was done during our one of the other. Now, that was streak. during your seven of eight year, oh, okay. which was impressive. That's mm-hmm. its own shriek. Um, but I mean, Kentucky went from nineteen twelve to nineteen ninety four without losing to you all. That's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, like, 1912 to 1994. The year that you know, stopped when the Titanic sunk. <laughs> and, folks, from 1912 to the game 1994, UL didn't score a single point. And who can forget that 1922 73 to nothing game? <laughs> I've been trying to forget it for years. Which, 2018, that was a 46 point win, so not too far off from there. A lot of beatdowns. I didn't think we had a football team back then. Are you sure it was even us you were beating? I wasn't around. I can't say confidently one way or another. Yeah, I, I, I want proof of this. Do we have a witness to these games? Another texter. Is anyone alive still from 1922 game? Another texter says, in order to get away from the orcas on your dinghy, you have to flash them their sign, much like the Van Buren boys. <laughs> <laughs> the orca sign. Be the big O. Trevor flashes his sign and he just hears a. Was that a good or a bad? It's the orca sign. We need the YouTube cameras for next week. The orca. YouTube cameras are going to love that. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, oh boy. What a dumb radio show today. Do do orcas make the same sound as regular whales? That's I what the sound I gave you was based. Uh, probably people listening on radio thought that may have been an actual orca, but it was just me. Um, it was just me. <laughs> and God bless the state of Indiana, because something I don't get to do in Kentucky, I live bet Tennessee in the College World Series when they were down for nothing at a nice little price tag. Over live betting during the show. Well, yeah, I got to do something to pass the time doing radio <laughs> with you. Just kidding, buddy. I'm not surprised. But during the commercial break, I saw that they were down. They had pretty good juice. 
Oh, actually, I got it when they were down 4-2. I got it at plus 200, though. And they won. They beat Stanford, eliminate Stanford, and win 6-4. to four. So the Vols will continue playing baseball in Omaha. But uh, hopefully we'll be able to do the live betting in Kentucky in the next Soon. two to three months. Three months being maybe hopefully the cap. I'd like to hear a little bit more on that stuff, but I have not. Uh, have not. Um, all right. A texter, by the way, the College World Series is going on. LSU Wake Forest tonight in the winner's bracket, but that's one verse five. A lot of people think that those are the best two teams, a lot of people being me. So that'll be a fun one. Whoever wins that one is going to be in a really good spot to get to the final three-game series. But that one is tonight if you're into college baseball. A texter says, hey, I got a question for the TJTK crossover event. Is Barnhart nuts for saying alcohol sales aren't a revenue thing? Also, is he from this planet? He's Yes, he's nuts for saying that, and he's lying when he's saying that. He knows he's lying. They made good money, supposedly, when they served beer at Kentucky Proud Park this season, and especially for the regional when you had West Virginia, IU, and who was it, Ball State, Therefore, uh, they supposedly did pretty good in beer sales. I don't think that, like, I, I do believe him that this wasn't an end-all, be-all financial decision, but to act like he doesn't care about the finan- finances of it, then make the beer super cheap then, right? No, but that's show not us, his choice. Show us, show us with your finance, show us with the price of the concourse and the concession stands if if it's not a financial thing. Because if you're trying to make... 10 to $12 on a light beer that you're probably paying like $1.12 for. At most. And probably isn't more than that. No. We talked about this on Roll Call, and we had somebody that's like a distributor tell us what the actual price was. I, I mean, think it was around that. I mean, it can't be. I mean, it's, I mean you're, you're charging. You're making $9 a beer, and let's just, you know, how many beers are they selling in a, in a game? I mean. Anywhere hundreds. from. I'm scared. I'm going to say a dumb number. Well, I mean, let's say let's say you have twenty thousand people at let's the game. You have ten thousand of them buy four beers. Well, let's say well, and I, you know, I, I think the safer thing. Let's say at a Kroger Field game, you got sixty thousand people there. I think twenty was probably closer. Let's just <laughs> let's safely say that thirty. I, I think you could say thirty thousand beers. I, I mean, think that's, that's a pretty conservative number. I mean, half your crowd's buying one, but yeah. But yeah. Y- and it's probably not really half the crowd buying one. It's probably closer to like 25% that are buying. But they're also not buying but, one. They're but buying there's some that multiple, are buying, yeah. you know, multiple. Absolutely. Exactly. So, yeah, I don't know what that number would actually be. But that's going to be a pretty big price tag. It's going to be a nice payday. I mean, what do you expect? You're charging $4 for a large cup of soda that costs like 12 cents to make. I mean, of course you're going to charge $12 for a beer, which. I mean, I, 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 I'm I kind of amazed that it's that. still only $10 for Like, I'm surprised it hasn't gone higher than that at this point. Because it was $10 a beer, like, when I was still buying beer at games. I, went, I remember when I went to a Rams game and I got a beer and it was like $10. I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I... I Maybe I, that's because it was a Rams game NFL-wise, but... My first taste of expensive beer, uh, my first, like, going to... It was the... 2011-2012 Champions Classic, UK beat Kansas, and then rematch in the national championship game later that March. Madison Square Garden, I was also newly 21. But I, I think the beers there back in 2011 were like $10 a beer. But and that was kind of, that was crazy. It was yeah, like, it's insane. Beers that much? But now, 
I go somewhere and the beers are eight to ten bucks. I don't consider it all that bad, sadly. Like what? What's? what's I mean, this? I consider it bad. Okay, but like I, I'm out of date here a little bit. I mean, I'm, you're so, not a big. You don't go to a lot of games. I don't. Well, and not even just games. I'm not, I'm pushing games stuff. Let's just say bar. Okay. Like when I used to go to a bar, like I'd get a you know a Budweiser bottle, and be like two fifty. Like, is that the going rate still for a bottle of beer now, or are they they higher than that? Yeah, it depends where you're going. You can find places that have that price, but I'd say on average you're probably talking about like four dollar beer, just for a bottle. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, a little less some places, a little more some other places, but yeah, about that. You may get a happy hour deal where it's like three fifty something like that. I mean, I thought my cigarette prices went up too high. What's the, what's the price for a pack of cigs these it's like days? Five, five something, six how many, something. How many, six. how many cigs do you get when you want to go smoke? You get, you how get, many are there? You get twenty in a pack. Twenty in a pack, five dollars. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, five dollars is cheap. It's probably like six fifty. Six fifty. I know a carton costs seventy five bucks. Do you get cartons? I get cartons. Okay. Which is probably not a good thing because then I just end up having like half pack cigarettes laying around my house. I went to the bathroom earlier. I went when I went to my bathroom today. I was I looked in my windows and I had two packs of cigarettes sitting in my window sill, and both had like half packs in them. Because I, I would just got I grabbed one to go to the bathroom. He was like, "Oh, I want to go. I gotta go. You know, you know, sit on the throne." I'm. Would grab you rather some. give up tobacco or wacky tobacco? Oh, tobacco. <laughs> I'd really, I'd rather give up tobacco than wacky tobacco. If I get wacky tobacco, I couldn't handle doing. Could you show. give up? Could you give up either? Wacky, probably. Yeah. You could or couldn't? Could. But you couldn't give up the tobacco. tobacco. The regular to- Although you did just contradict yourself. Right-handed cigarettes are harder to kick than left-handed cigarettes. Interesting. But you'd rather give I think up we the should right-handed. word it that way better. <laughs> you'd rather give up the right-handed. I hate to give up my right hand because, I mean. Okay. All right. <laughs> the- Another texter on the Thornton's text line says, hey, last thing I'll bug you with. You're not bugging us on the Thornton's text line. We love yeah, hearing from bit. you on Thornton's text line. That annoying me. But- hey, last thing I'll bug you with when you leave Park Mammoth, try out L. Al Acapulco. It's a Mexican restaurant, I'm, I'm assuming. What's Short- it called? El Acapulco. Acapulco. Uh, I don't go. remember it. There was. I remember there was like a real good restaurant. Uh, chi- TJ Me- vs. Words. Mexican restaurant on, like, on Scottsville Road. I remember that was really good, but I can't remember what it was called. Yeah, it's a Mexican restaurant in Cave City. Oh, it was in Cave. No, I was. Can you I'm- tell us why more than short drive good stuff? Why don't you come down to Park Mammoth and see us? Are we going to stop by one of the adult video stores while we're down there? No. You know that they're they're all over the place in that area. I did, I did not know that. Oh yeah, there's one for one for every Jesus is, is real sign that you see on the highway. The cave region of Kentucky is. Uh, oh yeah. Get, Again, if you when, when I was be a little frisky when I when I was living in Bowling Green, if the, the code was we're going to Horse Cave, which just basically means we're hitting up the hitting up the store hitting up the store. They got like a dozen of them there. Do you know how many miles have been explored in the K in the Mammoth Cave cave system? Four hundred and eighty-two. That was a great guess. Really, was it? More than four hundred miles have been have been explored, oh. but they think that there could be another six hundred miles in the entire system, hmm. which means caves probably going all throughout Kentucky. What if they find like aliens down there? They could. They totally could. What aliens are people? here. What if they find like like a civilization from like. Like the one in like the time machine that lives underground only. Texture says, Roush <laughs> tries it, keeping his mouth shut and minding his own business when TJ and Trevor are talking. Ooh. I think this is, the, we we had a texture for a long time on KRC that would just rip Roush daily. Angry man? 
It was like angry. It was your all's version of Angry Man. Angry Man, I don't think it's Texan today. Maybe he likes me. I think he's only angry because of Mike. <laughs> it's the same as Boise guy. No, Boise guy's an angry guy or two different people. They're both angry, but they're, they're they're angry for different reasons. Boise guy's angry because he feels like if that Boise is the greatest of all time. Yeah, I've seen the text. Yeah, and he's he's and angry guy is just angry because I think he's in a nine to five job and he's not getting any at home and like he's apparently like I think he's a coke habit maybe. <laughs> One of those things is not true. One of the, all the rest are. Figure it out. Texter says, Louisville still beat Kentucky in baseball in our worst season in 10 years. It was a midweek game. Though You throw those out. That's how we got, our game got canceled. Well, yeah, you all got two chicken. That did actually. No, it was because of the tragedy in Louisville. I was going to say, wait, you want to stop yourself. But it never, <laughs> got, it never got rescheduled, and that was on you all. Yeah. We, I, yeah. That's, yeah. Well, no, I'm just kidding. I have no idea if it was on you all or not. No, because it was at our, that was our home game. It was I, your home game? But though. I knew I knew when, when two they, weeks later they played in Lexington. Yeah, and, we weren't uh, going to be able to reschedule. I knew that wasn't going to happen. It was too, all, too hard to. We yeah. all knew it as well. It would have had to been the very end of the year, and there was a part of me thinking that like Louisville may actually really need another a chance at an RPI win, uh, so they're going to maybe do whatever they can to make it happen. But it, kind of writing was on the wall going into the final series, unless you all turned it on, and then then you missed the ACC tournament altogether. But yes, U of L won. And AC I'm sick was of good. U of L beating UK in baseball. I'm sick of U of L women's basketball beating UK in women's basketball, and that one ain't changing anytime soon. Man, when's the last time you did beat us in basketball? Uh, it's I think it's been six years or so. It's uh maybe Ryan Howard got one maybe her freshman year, but it's been a while. I mean, it's, y'all have had more br- br- brawls on the court than you have had wins over us. And U of L basketball, they've got their own fair share of stuff going on. Obviously, with gosh, so many media members making mess in their diapers over the the player leaving. Haley Van Lith. Haley Van Lith. Yeah, I was going to say, I had to, Caitlin Clark on the brain, uh, but Haley Van Lith. But it is a much better situation than the U.K. women's basketball situation. Goodness gracious. Kyra Elsey seems like a great person, but running that program, anything Matthew Mitchell did of success is almost totally and completely wiped away. Well, I mean, now she's that's the same coach who had, like, the, everyone leave the team, right? Matthew Mitchell had everybody leave. The okay, team. I thought the one who replaced him, she had they had like a walkout on her too. They've lost players. They've lost good players well, too. That happens. Yeah, um, everyone loses players now. You're gonna lose people in the portal, but yeah, it's not replacing point. them with great players. Unfortunately, uh, Trevor, today That's is the, the seven year anniversary of Battle of the Bastards on Game of Thrones. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Did you like that episode? I love that episode. It's one of the few I know by its name. Okay. I'm very bad at that. I, I have a, well, you know, say our, our, our listening buddy, he's on vacation right now, so he's not listening. But uh, he, he, always, he always does that. He's like, so, so what's your favorite episode? I'm like, I, I can't tell you because I, I don't, the way I watched it, you remember I started, I think, at the end of season six. Um, I started binging. You were supposed to watch The Wire, and you never did. I watched The Wire. Did we you watched, ever watch we, The Wire? We, yes, we did. We watched it. We finished it. It was great. You loved it. It took you about 10 years after you promised you'd watch it, but I, I'm glad you did. No, it's not. You just always <laughs> got to find a way to... to I, when did you watch The Wire? When, shortly during this... Back in, like, 17, probably. Okay. <laughs> Obviously much later than when it came out, but once you had recommended it, it was probably a couple months after that. And I know the excuse. I'm wife, kid. Yeah, yeah. And you never do anything. <laughs> you never, you know, I'll you, you'll watch, like, 
two minutes of a movie will give you or a show you'll watch like one episode of an eight episode series and be like I'm done I couldn't do it if I don't like it I'm it. not gonna finish it you're talking about that that damn show on HBO uh, I don't even remember the name of it. it sucked I didn't it wasn't my it wasn't in my cup of tea but the, the, when it comes to Game of Thrones I watched I started in the season six so I binged it all the way through and like because of that like I never paid attention to what the names of the episodes were. Yeah, that's uh, and it's uh, it was almost like every season was a whole movie to me, and um, the very few like he'll name he'll name episodes like to me it's the Red Wedding, but it's actually called something else. I think Reigns of Casimir. Okay, yes, yeah, the point exactly. Um, and I worried about spoilers because you and, and Yates would talk about Game of Thrones all the time when I was on here with you, and weirdly enough, when I did go through and binging it, only one episode or one scene actually rang a bell in my mind. Of you all talking, and it was the scene when the red red mistress takes off her necklace mm-hmm. and steps back. And I remember you just going I bet off. You would remember that going off in a bad way uh, about how it just it, it affected you seeing what she really looked like. Yeah, I, I would imagine you you'd remember that one. Uh, the Blackwater episode that's one of the best that's ones. A good one, Game yeah. of Thrones, Battle of the Bastards, certainly up there. Um, I liked the Battle for Winterfell. I enjoyed it. I know a lot of people in did. In the last season? Yeah. I loved it. I liked it. It was, the only, it was by far the best episode of the whole season, right? Oh, yeah. Is it Now, is it just that they should have maybe moved it back farther? They just needed more time for that. That should have probably been like a two-parter. To, uh, I don't know. But the whole, the whole the season battle was one whole episode. It was Baylor in season one, the big dramatic episode in season one. That was a great one. I mean, Viper that's in the Mountain's Ned, a good that's one. That's a Ned Stark episode, not to give away a spoiler for uh-huh. something that's been out for a really long time. But happened, happy seven-year anniversary for the Battle of the Bastards, Game of Thrones. Great show. Uh, everybody whined about the ending. It could have been better. They needed more time. It was still decent. Yeah, needed another season. A texter says, I'm listening. I'm listening. Yes, Rutherford ticks me off. Yes, I work a nine to five. I do get laid as I'm married. <laughs> More of a weed habit, but Coke once had me by the you know what. Well, if you're married, how do I know you're getting laid? And yes, I used to rip <laughs> Roush, but I started not minding him as much lately. Oh, look at that. <laughs> He's come around on Roush. Not many people do. I was I was almost right. See, I told you how, uh, two, most of the things I said, only one was wrong. Texter says, angry guy's been calling Marcus Maven, too. What's his deal? <laughs> never listened. Sounds like we need to get angry guy on a podcast. But yeah, have you all ever just called angry guy on the air? No. He's no. been like, let's talk it out. Let's vent. Well, he, goes, he, uses, he uses burner numbers. So, once you find them, be like, hey, can we get you on? That'd be good radio. Summer radio, you let angry, like, you can do a little. I don't think I can trust you. You can do a little therapy session. Oh, yeah, therapy session with angry guy. I, I mean, Find out really what's got him ticking. You're a big therapy guy? I, I, I think therapy is incredibly useful. Have you ever been to therapy? I have been to therapy. Okay. Yeah. Couples therapy? Uh, no, not couples therapy. <laughs> not yet, at least. I had to go. But to there's nothing therapy. wrong with couple therapy either. I had to go to couples therapy. The, the once. stigmas around therapy are, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's no. You went to couples therapy? I like how you just now you keep rambling. You caught what I just said. Well, I just want to do the little, you know, got yes. to do the rant that there's nothing wrong with therapy because yes. it's totally true. And uh, it's good to, the radio is my therapy. The, the Getting to talk two hours a day and just get whatever, <laughs> like, and especially today because we're certainly not talking sports. No, we have. All right, tell up. me about your couples therapy. I uh, went. I only went a few times. Uh, it was the girl I dated for a long time. We dated almost ten years. 
she wanted to to go to couples therapy and I, like by the end of the first session she was done with it because he was pretty much taking my side on mostly everything and she was not happy with it and I was like what did you want someone like to take your side and like tell me I'm wrong she's like yes like, I could have just given your mom 20 bucks and hung out with her. I'm like, what the hell? I can't believe you went to couples therapy with a girlfriend. Well, yeah, I mean, she was out of my league. I did, you know, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. I just feel like you'd be the type of person if, and maybe you're smarter than we lead on and you've, you realize your prospects and to which point you'd be hitting on a, somebody talking through the window at Taco Bell not knowing – that they were actually a male. Okay, that's fooled more than just me. Okay, I've heard the voice before. Yeah, it's yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so I guess now that I'm saying all this out loud, I can see why you agreed to the couples therapy. But we couldn't even get you to agree to come to your job, which you were paid to do. We, but you would. Uh, yeah, but you didn't have lady elect- parts. <laughs> 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 Maybe then you could convince me to have been on time more. I uh, we only went like two. I think it was only went like the three of them. I was not a fan of doing it. I just did it just to appease, and then I was happy that you know it went my way. But I'm not a big big fan of therapy. I'm not like I can. I don't need to like pay someone to talk. I can just get a mirror and do like Stuart Smiley and just talk to myself if I need to like vent. Yeah, like, but. I'm sure it could be beneficial to you. I'm sure it's beneficial to some. It's I just, think it's it could not be beneficial to mine. you. And you haven't done it in probably a very, very long time. It could help you out. Could help you out, buddy. Couldn't hurt. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, wait a second. This isn't Mike. This guy's a great big phony. We got a phony. Phony. <laughs> Good family guys. That's great. Reference scene. To you. Yeah. Texter says, what happened to our Father's Day Spectacular show this morning with Scoots and Trevor hosting? Oh, my gosh. When we, when we threw <laughs> that open. Not a Father's Day, wouldn't it? When we brought it up to them, they both just were like, no. Scoots was instantly like, nah, I don't think so. But it sounds like they're going to do radio together Friday, but in the Rutherford time slot. Who would be a better father, me or Scoots? Scoots. Oh, come on. Are you saying that because you know he's listening? No, no, he, you know, I don't know for sure. I've actually. had more experience. I've never seen either one of you with has. kids. No, he talks about how he's got like a million nieces and nephews and he's changed a thousand diapers well, and I've stuff that like too. that. Trevor, but I, I think that I you would get, you would grow more bored quickly and that's, it's not a job you can really grow bored in. No, I can, but, but I have ways to like manage my boredom. Yeah, you do. That's also an issue. <laughs> I don't think. I don't get where you. Listen, I'm leaning scoots, but I think both of you would be fine if you had to be parents. Like you all would not be bad parents. Yeah, but we'd both end up just like man- managing our boredom the same way. But I manage my managing of the boredom better than he does. Yeah, you just you, and you can't be doing drugs around the kids. Well, to a certain age. Let's take our last break. I mean, when, they, when they're below like five, then it's like they don't know. Let's take our last break. I mean, <laughs> by the way, if you're a KRC podcast listener and you've been texting over, you may want to text it back in after today's show. I, we didn't send them over over the weekend. Send what over? The podcast listeners that text into KRC and we read them on the air. Well, it would have been, we, it would have still been on there this morning, right? Yeah, but I just I didn't send them over. So have to you don't have to send them over to me. You now can just read them. You don't have to send anything over. No, I just for my own show. My own show. None of your beeswax, really. <laughs> <buddy>. <laughs> 
and I'll be back doing radio at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. One final break. We'll come back. We're going to tell you about Shady Rays here on Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker and Trevor Kelsey. This is actually the Mike Rutherford Show, not Kentucky Roll Call. segment mike rutherford show he's out all week on vacation so you're going to get replay shows or different people nick rouse i think on thursday justin kalen on friday and trevor kelsey should be here as long as there's a live radio show thanks for welcoming me me in i know this isn't what you're used to especially from a uofl standpoint i know that you all got a nice offensive lineman commitment yesterday i think maybe it was sunday but it depends. We had we had new guys out all the time. Is there anything else big in U of L news world? Kenny's still here. Yeah, and I, I, you think. know we could always do the summer Kenny Payne radio bit uh, if we needed to. to U of L baseballs added some players in the portal. I saw that. Yeah, we had the the D two transfer, but that was on Friday, I think. Yeah, so it's a, it's a slow time just from a sports I mean, standpoint we're to begin with. Pure summer radio right now, like we're in. The, oh yeah. I mean, unless we're, you want to talk about national sports, like but the only national sport you got is baseball. We're lucky that UK is going to get to play some basketball games and. Canada in July in about three weeks now. Is that, now is that a game or is that just a tryout for for who's going to start at center for you? It could could either or. Hopefully, hopefully we can find somebody. I don't know how UK is going to be able to field a team. They're not going to have Bradshaw up there, but uh, they'll figure it out because they're signed up to play and they can't back out of it now. So we'll see. Uh, there's in college news. San Diego State's leaving the Mountain West, but this has been an ugly, messy situation. They were hoping to get a reduction in their departure fee that they're going to play. It uh, doesn't look like the Mountain West is going to be willing to to allow them. But San Diego State looks like they're going to be heading to – have they even said where they're going to be going? Mm, that's what I know of. It's got to be the Big 12. I mean – Or is it the Pac-12? Why would you go to the Pac-12? Pac-12 seems like it's kind of falling apart. Yeah, Pac-12 is like on – like the Pac-12 makes the ACC look like it's doing better. That's, like, that's not good. Yeah, I, I, it would be a. The only, the only difference is AC is not losing schools where the like Pac-12 is. Yeah, they've been linked to both the Pac-12 and the Big 12, but they don't currently have an invitation from either one. I mean, the Big 12 has been taking in the middle class students there. I think like, what the Big 12 is doing is kind of fun, and you're going to let the SEC and the Big 10 be the big the big daddy, but you can be number three, and number three is going to be a good spot to be in. So I, I think the Big 12 at one point looking like it may cease to exist when Texas and Oklahoma left or these other conferences going to steal. They went on the aggressive, and they started taking other teams, and they're putting together a nice little league, a league that I think UofL should join. I know they can't get out of the ACC's yeah. grant of rights deal and all that, but that sounds like they're gonna, there's going to be some legal or financial moving 
because there's reports out there that the SEC and the Big Ten are fighting over North Carolina and Virginia with the backups there being Florida State and Clemson. And they're thinking that like they may one conference may get one of those schools, the other one may get the other, and then they'll split the backup ones. But if the ACC falls apart, U of L would be smart to jump into a Big Twelve invitation, ASAP. I mean, be you nice get those rivalries SEC, back with you're not going to get in the SEC. I know y'all don't want us there. I would, I wouldn't, I'd be okay with it. I'd, more games in my hometown, getting to watch UK, I'd be all right with it. It's not, it's just not going to happen. I though. know. It's not. Um, and I don't doubt that the people at UK wouldn't want it to happen. But me personally, Trevor, I'm not making the decisions. I don't have that final I'm not stuff. taking your furniture and putting it in my house. <laughs> it's not like I'm taking your grandma's <laughs> stuff and putting it in my own house. Uh, you hate me, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> but you'd get the rivalry back Second with Cincinnati. You'd get the rivalry back with West Virginia. I mean, those you are two robberies I would like Kansas to have. Kansas and basketball would be fun. Yeah. I mean, hopefully uh, we get better. It would be nice. Um, I, I do love that, like, Memphis isn't invited to the Big 12. That's kind of funny to me. <laughs> I would like to play that. That'll Memphis probably again. change at some point, though, and that will be another fun team to have. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how that shakes out. But if I were a U of L fan, I would be wanting to get me going to the Big 12 Sooner rather than later. Seems God, like a I feel like we had this exact there. same conversation on the sports talker like eight years ago. Yeah, probably did. I think we did. <laughs> probably did. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, it's a battle of who drank the most Kool-Aid. That being said, UK will lose by 40. UK won't be good after this. L is better at every position, but offensive line and linebacker. It's just factually not true. Like you, well, you're like, just missing our wide receivers. You don't know what I know, but UK's probably got the its best. It's got one of the better wide receiving cores in the SEC. Not, not the best. Not anybody to freak out, but Danky and Barry and Brown are NFL receivers. Watch out for Kevin Coleman and, and Thrash. And you get da- Tavion Robinson is like kind of the third guy. That's that's pretty good. You get Liam Cohen's offense too, which is a lot better than Scrangarello's. I was going to say, I don't think U of L's wide receiver core is bad. I I, I, well, I think it's a mystery though. I, it, I think there is some uncertainty to it. There certainly is a lot of talent, but I'm taking UK's, and I think the majority of college football experts would do the same, trying to separate from the rivalry, but. I'm you all fans should be excited. It, it, this whole the football program just in like the snap of a finger did a 180, and there's this little thing called hope back in the city, and you can actually like your head coach instead of pretending to like such a doofus in Scott Satterfield. And you can this was fun though. <laughs> we we tried to warn you all that like when you got Andy Bashir calling you Scott Satterwhite, it was all over after that. It was all over after that. Uh, I'll miss him for sure from uh, a rivalry standpoint. In ways that we miss Billy Gillespie. Understandably so. He went 0 2 against you. Miss, you miss Although it did take an Edgar Sosa prayer to. Actually, to it was beat Michael him. Porter's prayer that got unanswered. And not even a good joke. Not even a good joke. A texter, well, he's the one that missed the shot. The texter says, I think it was Jody Meeks. Well, I, don't think it was, I, I thought it was Porter. I could be wrong. Trevor, not to act like I'm better than you, but if you can do radio, anyone can. Wagoo wow. boy. Hit me up sometime, fellas. Why? Well, first of all, See, why get him on I the hit? air. He's willing to come on. No, I'm not. First of all, you, you don't insult me and then ask me for a favor. And second, it's not. I don't even get the wagoo there. It's, 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 it's roast beef, you, you angry dude, angry bird. Well, you got to call him a different type of meat. Call him Tomahawk Steak Fella. 
I started using an app to text because Rutherford wouldn't read my text for my real number because he couldn't handle the truth. <laughs> <laughs> he sends like the singer man does send so it's the same stuff over and over. He's not being angry with me. I don't see the issue with anger. Yeah, it's actually been nothing but pleasant. Probably Johnny. He's been nothing, <laughs> nothing but pleasant. I know if it was my brother, it definitely wouldn't. He'd be probably be mad at you. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. I heard through the grapevine, angry guy rescues cats, 17 and counting, in fact. <laughs> well, sounds like a great guy. That's in reference to something he said the other day. Oh, what did he say? Oh, I can't remember how he used it. The term he used, something about, uh, I can't remember what he said. I can't remember, something about destroying cats, something about with cats. Oh, he's slaying the cat. Oh, he yeah, was, I, I guess, actually do think I unfortunately heard that bit of radio yeah. history. Uh-huh. People were like, oh, he's saving cats. I save cats, people. Wara is the most, Wara is loving me to the to this day because of the life I gave him. Like, that cat will just, he is in, he, all nine lives are in heaven right now with him. And they're, and they're all together because he's just loving it. I'm just glad he didn't. Trevor stole a cat here from the studio and, and then thought it, it per th- se. and then thought it got attacked and mauled by a coyote no, like that the was, first day that, was that he had it because it went missing and they found a bunch of fur. It didn't go missing. Well, he did, he does do he does live outdoors mostly, and like I'll close my I'll close my back. He goes in and out of the, the doggy door with the dogs, and which is nice because he doesn't even use the litter box. Like he just goes out in the yard like with the dogs. Oh, geez, really and like at, at night though, like last night it rained this morning. Which I feel, I hope he got on the porch because he sleeps on my back porch mostly when he gets stuck outside. Because a lot of times, like, I'll let the dogs out, like, maybe around two or three before I go to bed. He'll want to run out. And I'm like, I'm not going to wait for you to come back in, Warren. He'll just run out and he'll pretty much stay out the rest of the night and kind of just, just hang out. He, well, loves chill, he loves chilling out there, though. The next texter said, Trevor, could you go into detail for two minutes about your cat's in and out habits? So we'll, we'll, we nailed that one. Did they really? No, of course not. (laughs) Bastard. What do you have going on tonight, Trevor? (laughs) What is tonight? It's a Monday, Juneteenth. Uh, That's right. Um, Not a lot. I mean, there's no sports roll on. I still haven't watched the last two parts of the Bill Walton documentary. I watched the first two, but not with part three and four yet. Have you seen any of them? No, but I've heard you say that it's, I mean, it does sound like it's entirely too long. Very repetitive, yeah, which is where I'm worried, struggling. I feel like in part one, I already got my Denny Crumb name drop, so I'm like happy and like walk away on top. But um, I'm going to be here for a little while. You'll get to go home and hang out with Lucy and the wife. And I'm going to be up here putting together some Rutherford shows, got to do some commercial stuff. I'll probably, on I'll probably be here till about probably nine or 10. Whoa. I got, I got a bunch of stuff I got to get done. You don't have three hours of work here. Well, between the, well, I mean, 45 minutes of it's the poop I'm going to take when we go off the air. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> By the way, some Reds news. Hunter Green is on the injured list. No! With right hip pain. That's three starters hurt for the Reds who are yeah. on fire. Yeah. All the, uh, another young starter along with Luido and, uh, and the Ashcraft is hurt too. But their, their little run here has been fun to, to watch. I get why people have been so excited. He's aggravating watching about his, the Cincinnati. Is you and I sitting this in AL East, where our last place team is dominating their the NL Central, and watching the Reds like grasp for first place with a record that wouldn't sniff last place in our league. 
Yeah, the it does. The, the, it Red, does the, Red, Sox, the Red Sox and the Reds have the exact same record at thirty-seven and thirty-five. One is a half game out of first place, and the other is twelve and a half. <laughs> You're in last, uh, right? The the Red Sox are in last yeah. place, even after the sweep with the Yankees, but only two games out of third place. How's the uh, Japanese player y'all picked up? I have him on my fantasy team. I haven't looked. Uh, the Yoshida. Red Sox have been playing well, and he has been as well. Oh, good. I, then maybe I didn't overspend on him. I think he's uh, batting over three hundred. So oh, well, that's good, right? Yeah, that's that's uh, that's yeah. good. They say. I don't know. I've been in this fantasy league for like a decade. I still don't know how the point system works. I just well, we don't need to go into detail. I about just start it. guys randomly. I can tell you that much. I can tell you that much right now. Really? You don't want you want to hear about it? Oh, actually, a texture says, "Can Trevor please go into his fantasy baseball scoring system? I need the gory." Details. Well, yeah. Well, the the the, Mitch, the my no, team. Oh, oh, he said he was joking. My team is Mitchell Friedman. Uh, with question marks, and that's uh, we we are currently in eighth place. Uh, we've only finished outside of last once in a decade, but we're looking to do it again this year. Did you see UK got a commitment from Joey Hart, three star from Indiana, for basketball over the weekend? I did not see, but UK got a basketball commitment. Yeah, UK, is he a guard? UK fans were really mad at Jeff centers, Goodman. Actually. He continues just to do nonstop trolling of UK. When he when Joey Hart picked UK, he his tweet said something along the lines of UK accepts a commitment from three star whose other interest was Ball State. He had offers from other good schools. It was really kind keep of a, telling yourself that it was a low grade move keep, from keep, keep from Jeff yourself. Goodman. And then sure enough, uh, UCLA gets a three star commitment today. UCLA signs Jan Vide, a 6'6 guard from Slovenia, who is the MVP of the Adidas Next Generation tournament last month in Lithuania. I'm glad to see you're not bitter about it. So this three star for UCLA gets like a full on bio about how great he is. (laughs) And then Joey Hart picks Kentucky, and it's uh, Kentucky takes a commitment from a three star who is an who's considering who's considering Ball State. Yeah, here's here's his tweet. They pick a commitment from three star high school shooter Joey Hart, one time Central Florida commit, who is also looking at Ball State. The offseason has been well interesting in Lexington, but didn't mention the Texas or Northwestern or Rutgers or Indiana interest. Texer says, did did, Joe, Joe, did Jeff Goodman leave TJ at Applebee's <laughs> with the bill one time? <laughs> Jeff Goodman is a loser. He is not a loser. He is That's a, loser. a good guy. I was at a bachelor party in Las Vegas. You everybody did, 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 I was at a bachelor party in Las Vegas, and he like came to our little cabana just by himself. And we were like, are you Jeff? It's Jeff Goodman. And it was like, yeah. It was like, I, we were like, who are you here with? And he was like, uh, nobody. He went to a pool party in Vegas by himself. Kind of felt bad for him. But then he goes online and he trolls. And it's like, Did you invite him? No, well, we, we let him stay. Well, we didn't, nice we didn't kick you. him out into the into the wild. I mean, you're still mad at Rob for hanging up on you. That was pretty embarrassing. And Rob also is one of the college basketball goobers. There's this collection right of college with basketball now, goobers. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, Rob in a radio interview just... Couldn't ha- handle, like, a fun back and forth. Took it entirely. Yeah. Do you remember what that was over, by the yeah, way? Yeah, it was the Creighton backcourt. He <laughs> said it was better than Jamal Murray. Which we never got to solve officially because that backcourt, like, one of them. Okay, up. well, Jamal Murray's in the NBA in championships. What he was the Creighton guard doing? Serving 5 to 10? I think one is serving 5 to 10, and the other got injured and played, like, two games. All righty. <laughs> hey, you all, I know this wasn't exactly what you are looking for with Mike Rutherford. He does a great job with his show. And um, he will be back. He deserves to get to enjoy a nice vacation.
But thank you for listening. Thank you for texting in. Trevor, it really is always fun getting to talk with you. And uh, I think we've got a nice little back and forth. And I miss it from time to time. I think we went about everywhere under the the radar today. Remember, get your Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com. Dropping high prices always seem crazy to me. And remember, if you see, if you see a group of orcas, they look a little shady. Oh yeah, turn that boat around and go the other way. Prayers to the lost submarine. Yeah, and the aliens. Next time Trevor and I do radio, it's going to be nothing but radio talk. Okay, everybody, have a great Monday. Happy Juneteenth, an important day in American history. I'll be back on radio at 7 a.m. tomorrow with Kentucky Roll Call, and Trevor will let you know when the Rutherford Show is back. See ya. Have a good Monday. <laughs>